force is with you, young man. This Spy. is episode at 93. Yeah, you nailed it. Whoa, whoa. But you are not a Jedi. Yeah, you're not prepared. I, I give you all the room in the world. Brittany got mad at me for making a spreadsheet this morning. Not for making a spreadsheet, but I was making a spreadsheet, and that's what led to her being upset. That's fair. Why was she getting mad? Yeah, Were you supposed to be doing other things? I, I very well could have. You know what my, my spreadsheet was for? Uh, players I want to sign in FIFA 22. <laughs> <laughs> Big spreadsheet guy, man. I love it. Every, FIFA 22? Why don't you just get FIFA 22? Everything's on point? fucking. It's 10 bucks. Yeah. No, we got FIFA 22 for free, I thought. Well, you do, <coughs> but I. Uh, well. Can you do free? an online franchise with FIFA 22? With I, don't think, I don't think FIFA does online. They have online. Well, not like online career modes. Oh no! Because it's way too many teams. Yeah, NFL, yeah. yeah, NFL does. I know, but it'd be fun if we could like co-op because I got FIFA on my PlayStation. That's you sick. could be like the striker, and I'll just be like the midfielder passing it to you. Oh, Big sick! <laughs> get all the goals. I'd let you get all the goals, man. I, I would. We would just be passing the ball back and forth. And neither of us would ever shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Our coach would be so mad at us. <laughs> all right, welcome back, everybody. Episode ninety-three of Totally Talking Sports. Uh, we come, we're coming at you with some uh, AFC predictions this week. Uh, should be a good time. We're going to go division by division and then give kind of a breakdown of what we think the playoffs are going to look like. Uh, but before we get into any football talk, Kyle, how you been? Uh, I've been good. Um, I don't remember when we recorded last week. Was it Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, nothing too much happened for me on Thursday or Friday. Oh, no, on Thursday I had a softball game. Uh, we got our first legit win. Fuck yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. So first week um, we got legit. A, a, a by, by legit, do you mean like the other games that you won, you cheated? So I was just about to say that. So, uh, <laughs> so the first week we played a team, and they didn't have enough um, girls. So they had six guys, four girls, and it has to be at least five and five or off of by one ratio. Um <clears throat> and so they had to forfeit. So we got the dub because we said, hey, we'll play. We'll, we'll still play, but we get the dub anyway. Um, yeah, they smashed us like 14 <laughs> to 2. Um, one of the guys had a MLB logo tattooed on his leg. So, Oh, he was for real. For my real. guess is minors. That's, that's probably where he, he went. He probably went to the minors. <laughs> got an MLB tattoo. Yeah. Went I mean, to the minors. Yeah, I mean, that's my, that's my guess. Yeah. And then um, every other game after that, we've been absolutely mutilated. And then this one, we played that first team again. And we beat them seventeen to twelve. Fuck yeah! Yeah, dude. No, we had everybody. Uh, baseball guy was not there, so I think that was key factor Ooh. in uh-huh. our victory. But regardless, like, sorry uh, guys, I actually we got the dub. Training I got to go to. Yeah, no, yeah, and the, they had me pitch, which I've never pitched softball before. Um, so I was pitching. Hey, you only let up twelve runs. No, 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 no. I only let up, I think seven, because I got, I got subbed out at the uh, fourth or fifth, because you know you gotta have that yeah. play. Um. But then I, I've, I've been leading off now the batting lineup. Um, so I've had nine at bats. I've gotten on base seven times. Um, I'm, I'm fucking. I'm, I'm ripping some right now. I'm getting a lot of triples and doubles. Uh, but this game specifically, second pitch of the game, ripped it in the right center and uh, got an inside the park home run because Fuck. I got them fucking wheels on me, bro. So is there like an out, like an actual fence in over? Oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah. So there's like an actual needle, fence. Right? Uh, yeah, gold. And they needle. play to the back fence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, got home. Um, 
the, and then immediately coach goes, Hey, can you be first base coach? And I was like, you got it. And I'm not kidding. There was a moment there where I was like, you're going to pass out. Cause I couldn't catch my breath. <laughs> I'm, I, I told everyone on my team, I was like, Hey, don't let this perfect body fool you guys. I'm extremely out of shape. <laughs> I was like, I'm in the worst shape of my life. So that inside the pocket room, um, home run almost killed me. Um, but yes, yeah, so we got our first dub, dude. So, uh, yeah, we play again tomorrow. So I'm excited. Fuck thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, and then Friday, nothing too crazy. Um, Saturday, I don't remember what I did in the morning time. But I ended up going over to uh, Bullies. Had a couple beers with uh, Tim for Jesse's birthday. Oh, I golfed on Friday. I golfed on Friday with uh, um, my buddy, and that was a good time. And then, yeah, Saturday was Who's there. Your buddy, why, why are you hiding? Why are you hiding his name? Oh, his name's Brian. I'm going to kill Brian. Okay. You're only allowed to golf with me. Yeah. I, occasionally I with Ryan. I beat him by three strokes at Washoe, and he's talking mad shit, dude. So. Ooh, that feels What's good. up, dude? Yeah, what's up? Um, and then. <laughs> Fuck uh, you, Brian. Yeah, Saturday. I don't know what I did. <laughs> but um, went over there, um, got home after I left to go pick up Amanda, go to her mom's because we were having dinner there. And I told her, she's like, what's up? You don't seem like you're in a good mood. And I was like, I didn't want to leave. <laughs> We're having a good time. I was, I was like, I was having a very good time. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like, no, I was like, I'm, I was like it's on me. Because I should have said, can we just do dinner on Sunday? Like, I don't know why I didn't push for it. But regardless, still went to their house, had a good time. And we had a good good dinner, and we watched the fights, so it was a good time. And then um, Sunday, went and got brunch with Amanda at Pine State Biscuits. Um, Places fire. Fuck so, me. Yeah. Fuck me up with some Pine State Biscuits. Yeah, I was supposed to make um, brunch, and then I just didn't. That's the best move, when, when you're like, oh, I'm going to make dinner. And then you're like... Like what if? What if we just go out? <laughs> we, yeah, and I'm like, I'm not gonna pick a shitty place. I'm gonna pick a place that's like kind of nice, you know, pretty nice. And oh so no, it's me, like, not me. I'm like, you want to go to Bullies? <laughs> <laughs> the game's on. <laughs> game's on. Wins and beer, babe. And she's like, no. Yeah, I'll eat fucking rice. <laughs> Fair enough. And yeah. then, um, yeah, then we went and saw the uh, Beyond Van Gogh um, mm. art museum. Uh, don't go. Oh. Not worth the money. I um, I got free tickets, and I told Amanda, I don't know if this was worth it. Oh boy! Like if, like if I'm being money. real, yeah. Like I'm being real, yeah. Where's that? Um, it's at the, the Reno Sparks Center. Convention Center. Yeah. Oh, dude. Um, I mean, like, like don't get me wrong. It was kind of cool. Like, there's three rooms. The first one just kind of gives you a little bit of backstory on them of Van Gogh. Like how and he cuts your off. Fun facts. It, yeah, it actually, yeah. And like Starry Night, like probably his most famous painting of all time. That was when he checked himself into the asylum, and that mm-hmm. was his view outside of his window. Yeah, he didn't sell anything until after he died. Good for him, dude. Van Gogh, dude. I love his work. Well, you're like one of the most famous artists of all time. No one cared while he was alive. Yeah, it's like, I uh, don't know if you guys knew, but Tommy Boy, uh, the movie with mm-hmm. Chris Farley, mm-hmm. um, it was a total dud by the box office. Most yeah. of like, And it didn't uh, get yeah. successful until he was already dead. So like, he had no movies that really blew up until he, was, until he died. And I think Tommy Boy is debatably one of the fucking most classic movies ever. So one of the greatest. Anyway, um, so beyond, uh, beyond Van Gogh, um, I mean, it was just a lot of projections and I think the music and the bass was so loud that everything was shaking. So you'd look at a wall and it's literally going. Oh, that's annoying. You know, and it's just like it's digital. I mean, it was kind of cool, you know, because it's on the floor and stuff. But damn, millennials trying to make art hip. Yeah, and it yeah. didn't like uh, it's it art. Didn't, it didn't give you backstories on all of his paintings. Like it just showed them, and it was like, oh, okay. I gotta do this on Google. Exactly. Probably not millennials. Probably like Gen Z you know? assholes. That's so fair. like, hey, like ten bucks, fifteen bucks, totally worth it. But dude, tickets are like forty bucks each. Ooh, After no. like their fees too, it's like ninety, almost to hundred. I just, I would, I would suggest you guys don't do it. Jay um, Stu, yo, you just don't appreciate true art, bud. I'm an art man myself. Hey, Joe Stu, thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, blast, Kyle. Kyle, you better start liking art. You fucking piece. All of right, shit. Hey, what's your favorite painting from uh, from Van Gogh? That's oh. not Starry Night. 
Yeah, that's not Starry Night. He's, I'll, he's, I'll he's typing. No, no, yeah, I know. I know he is. I'm, I'm kind of an art man myself. Um, but yeah, and he then also went, is a man. He can just Google it probably. Yeah, and then went and had dinner with my family. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, other than that, nothing, nothing too crazy else. So, Tim, what about you? Um, yeah, nothing too crazy except for Friday and Saturday. Uh, it was just a shit ton of drinking for Jesse's birthday. Um, Saturday was supposed to open. Woke up. Uh, Mona Lisa. Correct. Yeah. That <laughs> boy Jay Stu. motherfucker. Right on. Hey, Joe Stu, drop a follow, my guy. Drop a follow. Hey, um, the fuck did you not follow him? I don't know who Jay Stu is. Jordan Stewart. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fucker. Yeah, Jordan, drop a follow and uh, give us betting insight like you give Kyle. We need that. Um, anyway, Friday, uh, drank like a shit ton, and then I was like, we went out, and I was like, all right, I'm just gonna Uber home at ten. Jesse, you can go have fun with your friends. Obviously, Attaboy, Jay Stu, Attaboy. Then I was like, yeah, I'll just Uber home at 10. Obviously, I can't control myself, so I didn't go home at 10. Went home about 1 o'clock. But they were still out. I was at least able to control myself and not stay out as long as they did. So I went home, went to bed, um, and then I just couldn't sleep. And then finally, I I fell asleep, and my alarm went off at 4.30. I woke up, and I did that thing where, like, you look at your alarm, you're like, all right, time to get up, put your phone down. And then most of the time, I just put my head back down on my pillow for, like, a couple minutes, just like... You know, and then I and I get oh, going. Double fuck, got me. <laughs> um, and then I, you know, and then I get going. But then, yeah, I just fell right back asleep. Woke up at nine, um, and then Boss Taylor called me or whatever, and so I called her back, and she was like, "Hey, are you okay?" I'm like, I "Feel great. <laughs> <laughs> feel fantastic. Yeah, I am rested. <laughs> yeah, I'm fully rested." And she was like, "Okay," and I was like, "I'll be in soon." <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping, like, in the back of my head, she was like, don't even worry about it. You know, we already got you covered. Yeah. But, but she was like, okay. And I was like, it's like a five-second pause. <sighs> and I was like, I'll be in. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, then Saturday, got off of work. Um, Jesse was passed out on the couch. And then I was like, I got home, and I cleaned up the house a little bit. And I was like, Jesse, time to fucking rally. <laughs> we got to fucking rally. Because I wanted to go back to bed, too. You know, I was like, but I was like, time to rally. So we rallied. Went over to Bullies at 4. Um, I don't... Know what time I went to bed like at 2 a.m. on Saturday, so Sunday I woke up and was just like hurting. And then you know, I was like, Oh, shit, I have school on Monday. Ooh. So, uh, overall, right. Sunday Started. wasn't too bad or whatever. You know, I just kind of like recovered from the hangover and just kind of chilled. And then, yeah, started school on Monday. Uh, but my mo- Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is the only days I go to school, so that's kind of nice. I have Thursday, Fridays off nice. of school. Um, first week, so it wasn't too bad, but you know, school, school. Mm. Um, fun. Calculus seems like it shouldn't be as hard as a hard time as I had in pre-calc. Calculus is it's not bad. See, but some people say calculus is bad. It just depends on who you are. But Logan, you you like <laughs> spreadsheets, so yeah, you like calculus. <laughs> That's a direct they correlation. Go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. <laughs> it's a direct correlation. Um, but yeah, other than that, school started this week. Um, not too bad so far. But once we start getting into it, I'll probably you know. Give you guys a rundown of how shitty I hate my life okay. as far as going to school. But yeah, Logan, what about you? Is the stream fucked up? Uh, the internet, uh, internet's, yeah, it's probably... internet's just being really bad right now. It's frozen on a good picture of you, though. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, probably Arizona plus six and Florida plus 125 week one. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're good, dude. Big, we're good. Te- big technical difficulties right now, guys. Well, I guess we'll get that fixed. 
Uh, I don't know who most of those teams. Will. Florida plus one twenty five against Utah. I don't think so. He does. And he said those ones, not trying to be a homer, but non-locked. This is the Oregon one. Is not locked. Right? Yeah. So his other two are locks. That usually means he's got some goddamn yeah, info. Yeah. Dude. Summer Shandy's giving me the fucking burps, dude. Yeah. Uh, we're good. Uh, I've been good. I <laughs> just went to uh, work uh, after the podcast, obviously. Just had a couple more days of work. Didn't have to work on Saturday, which was nice. They asked me to come in on Friday. Eh, it wasn't nice. Um, I had to come in on Friday because we had like three people, and then we did not need me there, if I'm being honest. Um, so I was a little annoyed because I was like, mm, could have had a Friday to play FIFA all day. Um, <laughs> said, I, said I had to work. Uh, and then, well, I was all supposed to have it off, and Brittany was supposed to have it off, and then we were, could have like actually had a day together, which we haven't had in a while. Um, and then Saturday, I uh, had like the morning off. Um, Brittany had an open house, uh, and then she got done, and we had a little barbecue for for my branch. It was nice. Went to my my manager's house, um, and it's a little story time for Saturday. Normally, I, I don't. I was remember. about to say the way that you're going. Um, so norm, normally, I don't I don't remember what happens on my weekends. You know, I don't do anything. So did stuff this weekend. Right, went to this went one's to this. locked in. Yeah, yeah, this one's locked in. So went to. <laughs> I was waiting for Brittany to come back from open house. Had like you know a little bit like leftovers or whatever, um, before the barbecue. Brittany got home. We changed. Went had, went to the barbecue at like two. Uh, get there. I mean like carne asada, some chicken, some tacos. Um, had a good time. And you know I ate like three tacos. And I was like I'm not trying to pick out you know from all my coworkers. So I'm just gonna have a few tacos. And I finished tacos. And I was like man I've got a little bit of bubble guts right now. And I was like that makes no sense. I had these tacos ten minutes ago. <laughs> Can't possibly have been these tacos. And I figured it's probably the leftovers that I had. Probably not good. And then these this carne asada tacos were like a fucking lighting the fuse on a time bomb. And I was like not feeling it. And so I was like, all right, I'm trying to like find it out here. Uh, and everyone's like, all right, we're going to go outside. And I'm like, all right, well, now's a great time. Go to the bathroom. Ran to the bathroom, but I'm like, I'm not going to blow up my boss's bathroom. Okay. Can't do that. She has a nice home in South Reno. I cannot blow up her back. Oh, I would have clogged it. No, nope, I can't upper do it. Decker, upper deckered that Dude, shit. Painted the back of it. No, no, no. <laughs> so Come I, on, so man. I go in and I, I just fart so much. <laughs> <laughs> so much. I was like, all right, I feel a lot better now. It's just gas. You should have dumb and dumbered that bathroom. Dude. <laughs> no, and I was like, all right, There's shit I got on it. the walls. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm good. When everybody's outside, I'm like, cool. Go back outside like five minutes later. I'm like, oh, stomach's not happy again. So I was like, all right, got to find another opportunity here, right? And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to go inside. Someone else is in the bathroom. I'm like, fuck. All right, I have to leave at this point because I can't just hang out here. <laughs> and then I go to go back outside. Go to the master bedroom. And everyone, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Come on, man! You gotta make a you got a fucking, second bathroom. You gotta make Don't a CEO blush. move. A CEO move would have double double deckered her fucking yeah, no. master make bedroom. Make sure it's known that you're not able to wait two minutes. <laughs> like, dude, I need a second bathroom right yeah. now. And so, uh, go back outside, and everyone's like, "Oh, let's all go inside." And I was like, "Great! I now I definitely can't use that bathroom with everyone in the next room." <laughs> so, so now we have to really leave. Text Brittany. I'm like, "Hey, like, are you ready to leave?" She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Cool." So we're like, "All right, we're gonna head out." Get outside, and I was like, I need to shit right now. 
And she was like, is that why you asked if we could leave? <laughs> I was like, yes, it's absolutely why I asked if we could leave. Uh, I can't really announce that to everybody that I work with. <laughs> We're doing um, a real man power move. You're like, hey, I got a shit. And if you don't have a second bathroom, then we're leaving. <laughs> so we go to leave and Brittany goes, well, can we still stop at Rayleigh's? <laughs> because her her brother's uh, her brother's dog had like an emergency. Uh, they had to take it to the vet and everything. And so she was like, it's on the same side of town. <laughs> She's like, let's, let's go to Rayleigh's. What? No, you can't stop at Rayleigh's. It's a hell of a change of pace right there. Yeah, no, no. So she's like, let's go to Rayleigh's, get like the, the dog toys. And, like she wasn't listening to you when you said you had to shit. And like, a, and like a card and everything and we'll, and we'll go there. And while we're there, you can go to the bathroom. And I was like, okay, okay, that's fine. I was like, Rayleigh's, respectable establishment. I can blow up the bathroom. <laughs> yes. which, which Rayleigh's? South Rayleigh's, like Southtown. Oh. On Rob. So, oh. so, so we go to Rayleigh's and we walk in, you know, oh. <laughs> we walk in and, uh, I go straight to the bathroom. Right. And I'm like, all right, I, I'm at like Defcon two. So I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like Defcon two is bad, but I'm like, they're not out yet. So I, I, <laughs> I get there and I get in the stall. I'm like, cool. No one in the bathroom. Fantastic. Close it. Lock it. There's shit on the toilet seat. <laughs> and I was like, well, that puts a wrinkle in my timeline. Is there only one stall? Yeah. One stall. So I'm like, I got to do some work here to like get this kind of, you know, figured out before I, I'm not sitting in someone else's shit here. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm getting it all cleaned Should've up. Should have used the sink. Should have. Or the urinal. And if someone came in and like, <laughs> occupied him, get out. <laughs> and uh, so I'm in the process of like trying to get it all cleaned up as fast as I can. And uh, my brain has made the connection that I need to poop and I'm in a bathroom. <laughs> and so it's not letting me have any, any freedom. Uh and I thought I farted, and it was very hot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you shit yourself a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice! Yeah, so I had to figure that out. <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it was. Uh, I, you, know, I had, you know, figure all my shit out, um, and uh, and I was like, you know, trying to get everything all taken care of. Um, and then, like, eight guys came in to, like, use the urinal one right after another. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm trying to fucking leave. And I don't want anybody to see me in this, like, awful state right now. Uh, finally, everybody's gone. And I finally get out there. And I, like, walk out. And I'm like, okay, it's time, time to go. And like, you, I f- Did you throw away your underwear? I did not. Uh, they're me undies. They're expensive. I didn't feel like throwing them away. Um, so you just rocked the shit? Not, like, you not wiped all it the way. Out. You wiped it out? Yeah, I wiped oh, it out. Oh, okay, so you I cleaned was, it. Yeah. And I was like, all right, we, we got to Yeah, but not with, like, hot water, dude. No, <laughs> no, no, it's not clean. It wasn't clean. <laughs> it was clean enough to get me home. Uh, and then I got out, found Brittany. I'm like, we need to go right now. <laughs> we need to leave right now. Uh, she's like, we're checking out. Went and checked out, got in the car. And Brittany's like, all right, I need to grab it right on the card for my brother. And then who fucking parks right in front of me? <laughs> fucking Kyle. <laughs> Kyle parks right in front of us. And, I, and normally I would have, like, honked the horn and said hi. And I was like, I am in... The most embarrassed state of my life right now. I cannot bring myself to be like, oh, what's up, Kyle? Like, I can't do it. So I, I just took a picture. I got, I, got a, I got a text on Saturday that said, what'd you get from Rayleigh's? Like, two hours after I was at Rayleigh's. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I got broccoli and lemons. Or green beans and lemons. And he sends me a picture of me. And I was like, what the fuck? And he goes, I'll explain on the podcast. <laughs> he goes, I would have said hi, but I'll explain You didn't notice podcast. that it was Logan and Brittany? Well, I was, I was, we were in Britney's car, and we were behind them. 
Yeah, we were just we got out of the car and just started walking. It was out. like a lane over. Oh, okay. It wasn't you like in right front, so I thought it was like no, it no, was no, no, like, no, it was right engine to engine. It's like one over, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a picture of me and Amanda like walking into the store. Yeah. That's so they, funny. They, yeah, and then we uh, went and dropped all this stuff off, and then went home, and I took a shower, and then I spent the rest of the night contemplating all of my decisions that got me to that moment. Dude, it would have been. Uh, there would have been a conversation had with Brittany. Like, never again are you not allowed. Like, you're not allowed to never just dismiss my urgencies ever again. <laughs> you made me shit my pants. <laughs> you made me shit myself in a Rayleigh's Plus. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. I got, yeah, and I felt awful about it when I got home. And I was like, I got a shower. I got a. I felt. I, I start I've laundry never immediately. Lower. I've never felt lower. <laughs> like, I, hey, are you recovered from it now, though? Yeah, I'm recovered. Yeah, because you're able to share on the podcast. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. I'm, I'm then, happy that you're yeah. okay with your life right now. Oh, I know. I, I, I shit my pants and I was like, oh, I have to talk about some podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> an immediate clean, conversation before point. Before he's like, oh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Think about the content. Think about the content. Yeah, and then, uh, and then so I spent all, all this. undies, what are those? It's like an online retailer for underwear. Chad knows. Chat, chat in the chat? No, no. Ah, Barstool Sports always has them as like a sponsor. Yeah, lots of people have them so as sponsors. Com- were they like fifty bucks a pair? No, like fifteen, but like fifteen dollars for a pair of underwear. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I would have thrown them away, dude. I'm not. I would have thrown them away no. in an instant. No, listen, it's like fifteen bucks a pair, but also Brittany and I have matching underwear, so like, essentially like every day. Okay, yeah. When you said they're expensive, Come I was on, like, okay, oh, yeah, like forty bucks a pop or no, something. No, I'm not like bougie. But I'm also well, yeah, not, th- 15, I'm not throwing away $15. That's less than $2 a pair. No. What are you... $2 you, a pair? $15 a pair? What are you talking yeah, about? Didn't you just say 15 bucks for eight pairs? No. no for a, a pair. pair. Oh, I think for eight pairs. I, I still would have like, thrown them away. Yeah, I probably still would have too. Nah. But, but still, no. They were salvageable. If I had like shit all over them, I would have been like, no. So it was, it just, was it like was, one spot. It was just like, like a little pretty fucking... Pretty bad spot. No, no, no. It was, like, it, was like a, it was like, yeah, it was like a decent sized spot. And I was like, <laughs> you, I'm not. You sat in your shit the whole way home. <laughs> Did you sit backwards? No, no, I didn't. Okay, Did so. Did you listen. like lay on, lay, on your seat? <laughs> <laughs> lay on your seat like this? No. I was laying the back. <laughs> Put down the back seats and just lay down on them in the trunk. No, I did not do that. Uh, <laughs> I think that would have been better, though. That would probably have been more efficient. But no, I, it's. Just, well, that was Dealt a great story. I'm really okay. Yeah, yeah, no. What did you do on Sunday? I played FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I didn't leave the fucking house. Yeah, I, I played FIFA all day. Uh, did, did your shits continue? Or was it like no, one not really. It, really. it was like one and done it because it was like when I when I actually like it was like a little bit that came out and then when I actually was like, all right, I'm ready. It like all came out and I was like, oh okay. I lost three pounds. Yeah, and I was nice. like. Damn. Yeah, it was, it was after good. Friday and Saturday. Like I didn't shit that bad on Sunday, and then Monday at TMCC, oh. I blew up like fourteen bathrooms. <laughs> oh god! Like it was bad. I felt like my asshole was like like blown out. Oh, dude! I, think I just I- sat on the toilet, and I would just give one push, and it was just it would just be, <laughs> and then I just <laughs> I would just sit there, and I would just like <sighs> I'll see. I'll talk it. Dude, it's one of those I would, ones. I would look at the toilet and be like, "Oh, so you getting ten, man?" Yeah, dude. <laughs> I will be back. It's one of those ones where like you push and it just sprays out, so it's not like hard. So you're like, "Yeah, this could be worse," <laughs> but you know it's gonna be just. Oh yeah, this is gonna be continuous. coming again. It's yeah. gonna be continuous. Yeah, hey, at least it was, it was only a one. It, one it was time. one. I think I had like to go again, like when we got home, but like that was it. Yeah, but then Sunday you just played FIFA. Didn't have those. Yeah, I didn't have again. the shits all day, which was great. That's good. Uh, Cleared out your system. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then uh, this week has been fucking weird at work because it's just been. Uh, my, my branch manager. You should like, have told your boss, like, hey, um, you have a nice home. 
Why don't you have two? Why don't you have a three bedroom or three bathroom house, huh? I'm sure she probably does. She has she has a two story. Like I just, I'm gonna figure out. I who can't your ask. and I'm gonna email her the link to this podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like tune in for minutes seven through thirteen. <laughs> uh, please don't. <laughs> She's a very nice lady. Um, I you know actually I think she'd be she'd be appreciative that I did not do that to her bathroom. Right. Yeah. She probably go to like hey no she, thank you she thank probably you. would walk up and be like dude why didn't she just go. Everyone's got a poop. <laughs> yeah, you could have just went. That, that's probably fair. Also, I don't know. I, no, it, if I was in your shoes, I would have done the same exact thing. Um, I, I would have. I would. I would have stopped, stopped that the, bathroom. I would have stopped at the closest chef. If it was, if I was still at Starbucks, I probably would have done the same thing. Or like, I probably, probably would have like actually been like, "All right, where's your bathroom?" You know, like it was <laughs> Starbucks. This is all, I work at a bank, and like my boss. Hey, Allie, a, where's your bathroom? <laughs> in? I gotta blow this shit up. Uh, and you know, Allie would know too. She'd come in the next day, look at you, and go. <laughs> All those shark bites you left behind. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was fine. And then work's been that's weird. shitty. Literally nice. It is nice, nice Tanner. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, work's been weird because we have like one manager right now, so she's trying to do like everything and. All of our technology is breaking, and she's asking me all the questions, which is great. Makes me feel very important. I am the least experienced person at my job, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she does ask me a lot of questions. I feel like it's because I know random things. So, like, at the barbecue, we were talking about, like, we were playing the five-second rule. It was, like, name three things for this category. You have five seconds. And, like, we were talking about, like, countries or something. And, and someone was like, oh, there's, like, 100 countries. And someone else was like, there's, like, 400 countries. And I was like, it's 193 countries. <laughs> yeah, you, you were yeah. that asshole. You were that, every, that every, asshole. Every no one knows the answer. I'm going to tell you the answer. Every yeah, yeah, yeah. probably looked at you looking and was like... Fuck yeah, yeah, but he, but he said it at the tone where everybody heard him, but like low enough to where it's like a under his breath. No, no, no. I said it to where only Brittany heard me because Brittany asked and I said, there's 193. And then someone else was like, there's 93 what? And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, there's 193 countries. <laughs> and he's like, oh. Yeah. Harold, yeah, exactly. fuck this guy, dude. Harold's Apple Farm. Y'all should play trivia. We do uh, play we- trivia. Uh, nice cow. Uh, Episode 100, uh, which is going to be coming up in seven weeks, so it's a little bit out, uh, but we'll be playing trivia on that. We're going to have a blast on episode 100. Yeah. And we have played trivia before, uh, Harold's Apple Farm. You yeah, know, trivia, episode 50. Yeah, and yeah, episode yeah, you're not following us, so give us a follow so you can tune in for that trivia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we're just been kind of weird because of, of all that. She asked me a lot of questions, and I give her the best answer I can, and it's usually not the answer she goes with, but she <laughs> continues to come back to me. Um <laughs> I love. I'm have a watch I party. Oh, love, thank you. Please have a watch party. We would absolutely, absolutely love slay. It. Oh, uh, yeah. This is somebody I work with. I don't know if it's Monet, Taylor, or Ariel. Um, it's one of those three, though. Either so, way. hey, thank, thank you, you for, for the follow. Also follow, though. Right on. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that was my week. It's pretty shitty. For a you know bit. what I you know what I hate is when people come up to me, ask me a question, I give them an answer, and they go up to someone right next to me and ask them the same question. I'm like, don't fucking ask me yeah. anything. Don't fucking like, do it. Don't ever do it again. <laughs> I'm not yeah. telling you shit. It's ten years of Amanda going, what shoes should I wear? White ones, and she goes with the blacks, and I'm like, okay. Uh, and Brit- I, go, I go, why? Why do you ask me? Brittany relies on me for a lot of fashion advice, and it makes me feel very needed. In That's our relationship. nice. Yeah. Jesse, I feel like Jesse asked me. 
and I'll tell her like something like she's like, what shirt or whatever. I'm like, oh, I like this one. Um, and then she, she'll be like, okay, I'll go with this one. I'm like, why? And she was like, because you have terrible fashion. So and I'm like, oh yeah, I do. Yeah. No, man, man, will be like, hey, like which you know, like looks like we'll show me a bunch of pictures of what nails she's about to get done. She goes, which one you like the most? I'm like, oh, I don't know, like the second one. She'll be like, oh okay. <laughs> I'm like, what? She goes, nothing. And she's like, MC Leanne and Daniel all, or Danielle all said that they want to go with this one. I'm like. Okay, cool, dude. <laughs> Fuck, don't ask me that. Yeah, then why'd you ask me? Right. All right. All right. Everyone's doing good. Logan, glad your belly's feeling good. Kyle, let's get started. All right. So, kicking off, as always, for this sports week, sports news that you did not know that you cared about this week, NFL, former Seattle Seahawks linebacker Shaquem Griffin mm-hmm. retires from NFL. Was that the one? One hand, yep. Yep. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, most infamously known for being the first player ever drafted in the NFL with one hand. Um, he said he's on to plan A. What is uh, plan A? I saw whatever he graduated with. Yeah, so uh, NFL was just plan B for him. Um, plan A was to go to college, get an education, and do something that would make a positive impact in the world. Hey. Oh, oh. I thought he already graduated. So no, he's he, he, back for a year? No, I think he's already graduated. So I think he's just okay. saying, like, going on to make a positive whatever he impact actually, in the world. No, well, hey, good luck to you, and thank you for your time in the NFL. Good job, yeah. man. Len Dawson, uh, Chiefs Hall of Fame <laughs> quarterback and broadcaster, nice dies at he age has, He has 87. a degree in communications. Yeah, well, no, like 90% of the NFL has a degree Yeah, in and that's fair, but I'm like, how are you going to tell me? How are you, I'm going to make a difference in the world. Okay. He's going to communicate and change people's lives. Yeah, dude. He's well, got, you know, he's got some type of following now, you know. Jay Stu uh, said, "Guys, guys, single-handedly changed the NFL." I thought that was real good. <laughs> that was real good. Um, Len Dawson, Chiefs Hall of Fame quarterback and broadcaster, dies at age 87. Um, he led the Chiefs to their first Super Bowl win in Super Bowl IV. Um, played 14 seasons with the Chiefs and 33 years as their city's like broadcaster for the Chiefs. So, um, R.I.P. to that guy. Yeah. Um, Brady was almost a Raider. Yes. Yeah, I know. I heard that story. So Dana White came out and said, yeah, I got Tom Brady and Gronk to both be on board to come play for the Las Vegas, and Gruden was the one that turned it down. Yeah. Blew things up. It was crazy. Well, you got Dana, he, Dana White got him to do that? Dana that's that's what Dana said. Yeah. Not, so I heard that, and it was on the UFC 278. Yeah, but apparently like, Gronk ESPN was sitting cast. right next to him. And didn't and he say said it was. Well, it, Gronk like, later said, like, yeah, that's what happened. Oh, okay. I don't think Dana had anything really to do with it. I feel like this is a Dana White, like, I am more important than I am. Yeah. Like, Dana White was probably around in the conversations because he has a lot of money and he lives in Las Vegas. And so it was like, hey, yeah, be part of the pitch meetings, you know? Like, why not? But I don't think Dana White was spearheading getting Tom Brady and Gronk to the Raiders because he's not even a Raiders fan. Because Chad texted me about it and Chad was like, Dana White's a Patriots fan. Yeah. Why would he care? About Tom Brady playing for the Raiders. Well, probably like, yeah, I Tom guess. Brady and Gronk playing in the city that he. Yeah, but now still, lives like in. he's still a Patriots fan. He went and gave Bill Belichick a UFC belt today. Yeah, like that's he's not a Raiders fan. Yeah, Bill, like <laughs> Belichick was smiling too. Yeah, rare, it, rare sight. Yes, and and Chad even said he was like, even if the Raiders had gotten Tom Brady and Gronk, we wouldn't have won a Super Bowl. Like the rest of the team still needed a good amount of work. Like the, at least the Bucks had like stud I, receivers. I know. That's the like, thing that I keep seeing too is like, oh, the Raiders could have won the Super Bowl. No. If it wasn't for Gruden. I'm like, they would have still had to play the Chiefs I'm twice like, that look year. Look at who the fucking the Bucks had. Yeah. And they still had year. two stud linebackers, stud pass rushers. You know, they yeah, have the amazing wide, wide receiver core. Like the yeah. Raiders didn't have that. 
No. So no, they wouldn't have won a Super Bowl. They would have had a much better year. They would have made, gone deep in the playoffs probably, but they wouldn't have won a Super Bowl. And what makes me laugh is that there was a whole article today about how Derek Carr is not phased by those comments. He's like, okay. okay. Well, he's worried about the color oh, of eyeliner he's going to put on for week one. Black. Yeah, it's probably going to be black. If he's thinking maybe like that. An, maybe like if an off black, light he, gray, maybe oh, a dark fair. gray. You know what I mean? Like, it'll be Raiders colors. Midnight black or... Are they home or away? Mm. Well, it's week one. You guys are playing. Them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, either way. So, yeah, I don't know. No, they are... Uh, Raiders are going to be home because the Rams are at, uh, at home. We yeah, not, not goal, a quick enough turnaround. champs. We get not week a one at home. Turnaround Thursday to Sunday. Yeah, we get week okay. one at home. Yeah, Come on, yeah. that'd be fucking ridiculous. If we have to we go, have the, we have to go yeah. Buffalo week one, dude, I'd go up to Rogers get his house, shut on his porch, and leave. Wouldn't say anything to him. Okay. And I wouldn't that, be able to find his house. Would you, you make right it to there. the front porch? No. Yeah. Was Wait. it gated? He probably has security. Oh yeah, dude. He, he's one of the most hated men. He, in the he's world. one of the most hated men in the entire world. People are probably constantly trying to shit on his porch. Yeah, but I don't. Hey, Roger, we had a couple of shitters I earlier. Said, I thought you said shit you, on this porch. You get them taken care of? <laughs> Both. Yeah. Just someone like on, on like the highway <laughs> got ramp. two people. Trying to drop one, shit one's on, on the car. One's on the porch, one's up top. <laughs> All right. Um, Matt Corral is out for the season. Tough. Um, after that, a little nasty injury. Um, Real tough look for the, for the Panthers, <laughs> who have four quarterbacks on the roster, and one of them's out. Well, yeah, he was supposed to be like, and he wouldn't be playing time this year. The thing is that it's an injury that like could very well like be more serious. Because what what was it? It's I don't remember exactly what it's called, but it's like where your toes connect to like the top of your foot. Damn. Yeah, I'll look it up. It's very uncommon. Um, it is called. It feels like it's like turf toe on steroids. Yeah. It's called cut off all five toes. Uh, it's a Liz Franck injury. Okay. Uh, and I'm trying to sounds like an that. Italian lesbian. No, sounds French. Oh, uh, dude, Jordan Stewart. He's quick, dude. Uh, I'm trying to see who else Liz has Franck. had Liz Franck injuries. Uh, I can't see. I can't see Jay Stu in our viewing thing. Oh yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, I don't know how the fucking thing works. I don't know how it works either, man. It's By the dumb. way, uh, yeah, I mean, if that's uh Liz Ronk, okay, yeah, that sucks. If that's something that carries on, then that's just uh, unfortunate. Of 28 players who suffered Liz Ronk injuries between 2000 and 2010, only two ever returned to NFL competition. Yeah. Holy Now, that, shit. like, super sucks for him, but, like, at the same time, third, fourth-round pick, I never saw him starting for the Panthers ever. Maybe he could have No, had he was supposed to be like, maybe this is our guy yeah. because they're not going to get a quarterback this year. Because no. they're going to have a decent enough quarterback to not get yeah. a top five pick. No, yeah, it would. So been, it was. It it, been a couple they seasons. drafted him as like. Well, they took him over Malik Willis too. You know, it's like, oh, interesting. Um, it was like we're going to draft this guy as like maybe he could be the guy, but understand that he probably won't be. Dude, that's. You said two out of twenty four. Yeah. Twenty eight. Oh. Yeah, this guy's not oh. coming back. That sucks. And only Matt. three returned in less. Uh, what that doesn't make any fucking sense. Oh, three returned like, in any capacity um after in less than three months yeah, two to nfl like, well matt professional level. hopefully we see you back on the field yeah, soon dude. if not oh, you know fucked. i mean hopefully you and your family are okay hope you're okay we'll be returned to action soon damn dude that would suck. Right. uh saints star wide receiver michael thomas being held out of preseason with an apparent hamstring injury. <laughs> oh, shocker. Dude. Yeah, dude, shocker. I mean, this guy's, I don't think he's ever going to play in the NFL again. No. It's like Josh Gordon, but with injury instead of weed. 
Yeah, Josh Gordon wants to play. Yeah, but he, he can't. Yeah. yeah. Michael he, Thomas doesn't want to. Yeah, Michael Thomas is like, I, I, I was play. talking to a guy at work that like loves football, loves fantasy football, and he was like, "Oh, who are you targeting? Like, who are you looking at?" And we were talking about it, and he was like, "He's like, yeah, I'm thinking about Michael Thomas," and I'm like, "I would if he, he's already hurt though. Like, he missed all all <laughs> yeah. of the season because he had a weirdly timed ankle surgery that made him miss the whole fucking year, and then he tried to come back, and then it was like, nah, not worth it, and then he sat out the rest." And now he's hurt again before the season starts. I'm like, I don't really – I would rather have Jarvis Landry. I'd rather have Chris Olave. I would rather have Chris I'd rather have Chris Olave. Out of the, all the Saints wide receivers, I'd want Chris Olave. Yeah. Ugh. Dude, it sucks because he was so good too. I mean, you know, paired up with like Drew Brees and everything. They were doing maybe nice that's duo. why he's like, unless I get an actual quarterback here. Maybe he's just staying injured until his contract's up and then he's just going to go look elsewhere and be like, guys, I've been – well, that's a bad look, though, because then it's like... Super bad look. He's like, oh, guys, I feel great. And they're like, yeah, but you're fucking injured. No one's going to want to try and pay you. Yeah, he'll, like, he'll, he'll, he'll sign, sign a one-year one proof And then they're like, boom, I'm still here, guys. And then get paid $20 million a year. Yeah, but yeah. It, yeah, Breeze dropped one racist statement. And then Michael Thomas is like, I'm not playing. Have you seen his kids? He hasn't like played since, dude. Seen Drew Breeze's kids? No. They look hood as fuck. They were just like in like a footlocker, and one of them was, in, like, was wearing like a Pooh Shiesty mask. It's a rapper. Um, <laughs> I was like, I don't push, push what? Poo shiesty. Poo shiesty. Yeah, that's a real person. It's a rapper. Poo shiesty. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the more ha- you know, had his had his hat on. He had the poo shiesty mask, so it, like comes up to like here. It's like uh, almost like a like not like a ski mask, but like ones that, like the pull ups, but not that sounds like diapers, but um, like I, one of the masks that you just like pull yeah, up, but it doesn't look like you know weird. Poo shiesty. Yeah. yeah like poo bear, not like poop. Yeah. He's wearing he, like look it up. He's wearing like his like in like the first picture. Oh yeah, picture. yeah, yeah. It's like a ski mask. Yeah, essentially. And his kid, his kid's like twelve and wearing that in a Footlocker. Shicey um, sends to five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, that's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, yeah, his kids look hood as fuck. Fucking poo shiesty, dude. Anyways. Well, shit, dude. Hope you get out. Yeah, you're poo. Dude. Nice. Hope you get on. Zorstone, dude. dude. All right, uh, Aaron Rodgers is just mentally fucking these wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. came out, drilled them hard, and then like three days ago was like, "Oh no, dude, I think they're doing great." I was giving them praise. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, dude, Romeo and fucking Watson have been—they're gonna be studs." That annoyed me when I'm he- like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I know, I love it. Dude. How Aaron he tried Rogers to blame the <laughs> like the second pick that Jordan Love threw in that game against the Niners. He tried to like blame Romeo Dubs for it, and I was like, "It was one of the worst place balls I've seen a throw like on an out route." And he tried to fight for it, and then the corner just kind of like rolled over Romeo Dubs and ended up with the football. I'm like, "How is that the wide receiver's fault?" Like he was like going to lengths not to blame Jordan Love, but then like later on he was like, "And Jordan Love also needs to be better." And I'm like. <laughs> How is it everybody's fault? Yeah, and like, I saw too Randall Cobb. To be fair, out. Jordan Love does, does need to be better. No, he does. And, <laughs> no, but that's no, what I'm yeah. saying. You don't blame Romeo Dubs, who's having an amazing preseason. Just blame the quarterback. Yeah. That's your backup. That sucks. Yeah, and I saw a thing, too, that was a couple days after Aaron Rodgers was digging into the wide receivers. Um, Randall Cobb came out and was like, yeah, these guys need to step up their game. And I was like, Cobb, take it easy, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you're old as fuck, and you're not going to contribute. So Randall Cobb using a cane easy. in the locker room. Yeah, after. literally. I'm like, hey, I know you're there for morale and stuff like that, and so I hope you can get them pumped up. But no, yeah. So I think <laughs> these guys are going to be fucking very mentally damaged come week one. I'm excited. They're not going to know awesome. if they're doing good. If they drop the ball, they'll probably kill themselves. <laughs> like, like they're not going to want to feel the wrath of uh, Aaron Rodgers. 
All right. Now, the biggest topic um, to happen since we last talked, um, Roger Goodell and the NFL making sure that they look like they were the heroes in the Deshaun Watson situation. Well, no, we already went over it. The fact that like they let some other people come in and do the six games so they could come in and actually drop down the hammer. Exactly. So yeah, or Goodell said I'd give him a full season, but we have to go through another mediary exactly. after the judge. So right. people go, you know what? He did deserve more than six. So good job for the NFL and Roger for trying to make it more and to give him what he deserves. And then they go, all right, twelve weeks, five million, and they go, twelve million. Oh, right. They're playing the Browns and Texans. Yeah. Uh, 11 week suspension and a $5 million fine. Yeah. Well, 11 which, games, 12 weeks. One's a bye. Oh, one of them is a bye? Yeah. Well, I'm, I, thought, I thought it was week 12 was, was that. No, they play week 13. Game. So oh. it's 11 games, okay. but 12 weeks. Okay. No, yeah, that's fine. I thought it was week 12. But. Well, that's why Logan texted us is that the NFL. They're hilarious. Or, yeah. Well, like, you know. What did you text exactly? Nobody does entertainment like the NFL. Yeah, yeah. something like that. That was exact words. Yeah, and so, and then, you know, five mil. I mean, what the fuck does that mean out of this $230 million guaranteed? It's nothing. It's not a lot, but it had to be. I wonder if he has, like, how much he has, like, stashed away right now, though. Oh, yeah, but I mean, you know. Probably a decent I'm amount. Sure, a decent amount. I'm sure it's, like, it's a lot of money. Yeah, but, but I'm sure they have payment plans where he's like, yeah, I'll give you a thousand bucks or whatever until that time comes. And give then you a thousand yeah, dollars, then he's going to get, gonna get like <laughs> yeah. 40 mil lump sum and he goes, here's the other four million. Yeah. Yeah. Like or he's going to talk to the, 4. the Browns million. and be like, hey, make it 225 guaranteed and just pay it off right now for me. You know, I don't know. They're going to do something. I'm, I'm sure he's not worried of how he's going to pay the five mil, but um, I mean, yeah, it's better than zero. You know, and uh, 11 games better than six, but... I just get annoyed by how, how often, like, he is not backing down, and he just keeps saying, like, I didn't do anything wrong. No, he came out and apologized. No, yeah, yeah, yeah he, after continuously saying, I didn't do anything wrong. But no, he no, said, yeah, he, he came said, out and said, I'm sorry that they feel victim. He essentially said, I'm sorry that I triggered people. Yeah. So that's essentially what he said. He I'm was sorry like, if I made them feel He was like, this situation triggered some people, and I'm sorry to those that I triggered. He didn't apologize to the women. He was just like, mm. He was like, I know there are people out there that are sexual abuse victims, and they probably... Got triggered by this incident. Well, you know and what? To them, I'm you know sorry, what? but like, not like, don't respect Deshaun Watson whatsoever. But you know what? You know, he's sticking to his word. <laughs> he can't go back on he it is, now. But then the owners. Then can, but, but here's the thing: if he goes back on it now and he's like, "Yeah, you fucked up, guys. Like, I did some shitty shit." The NFL would come back and be like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You know, oh. that's the thing too." He goes, he <laughs> "But they goes, can't punish him again for he it." He goes, "Hey, yeah, what you know, whatever they do for me, you know, like it is what it is. They would. It doesn't mean that I'm guilty." You know, he goes, just because I'm getting ruled for all these, you know, um, um, suspensions, stuff like that, he goes, doesn't mean I'm guilty. You know, so yeah, he's he's sticking yeah, to his guns. He's sticking to his guns, but then, like, the owner comes out and is like, well, he's remorseful for his actions. And it's like, no, the fuck, he's, he doesn't think he did anything wrong. You can't tell me he feels sorry when he doesn't. Right, well, that whole, whole organization he's, is a shit show, because I'm... I'm- He's sure. probably gotten ten massages since all this stuff. Well, and then they, they like when they signed him, they like gave him a PowerPoint told the girl, presentation. Told the girl I'm stressed, dude. To I'm sign a double, <laughs> <laughs> you're signing two, okay? I'm not getting caught for just one, okay? Yeah, he, he, he like when he signed, they brought him in and they immediately gave him like a PowerPoint presentation that was like, you can't have any masseuse that we don't hire that's not working for the team. Like we have to know oh, about it. So it's like a it's like a known they, yeah also, they knew about also, it. Yeah, yeah, the no, it's a known prostitute. And the Browns, the Browns have know. like one of those men in black things. Boom. So that's why they're like, hey, just we watched that like four days ago. Great fucking movie. Yeah, I know. Uh but they got one of those men in black things. So like the girl like they, they have like their team massages. 
but they just always get men in black after the after the massage. They always get men in black. <laughs> <laughs> That, that was better than they get Watson. <laughs> yeah, well, dude. You know, you know because yeah, the whole they just repeatedly team. get men in black. <laughs> the whole, you know, the whole team. There's, there's a lot of them. Oh yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Logan's done with us. No, yeah, no, yeah. I didn't mean it like that. You know, no, I, mean, no, I know. But then when you laughed as hard as you did, yeah. Well, that's because Kyle started laughing, and I realized what I said and how it how it came off. Like that's hilarious. No, yeah, but I like that you said it. Like how you mentioned that though, because the Browns, right? They're like, hey, it's, you can only get a massage if it's someone that we hire, and they're like, because we can't we'll trust hire you. somebody that will take care of you. Yeah, you essentially, know? yeah. So Jordan, yeah, we we essentially agree. Um, but it's no excuse for the ones that he did do something to. Um, it's just no excuse. You know what I mean? So we, we, uh, we're we kind of on the same board with you there, Jordan. Uh, I didn't even read it. Um, okay, but jumping over to uh, college sports, um, Big Ten made a historic deal. Um, they finalized a seven-year media rights agreement with NBC and Fox. Like seven to eight billion, right? Fucking Jesus. NBC and Fox, which are two of my stations that I will be able to take advantage of this with so it's good for me um and cbs worth over seven billion dollars so they will be the fucking face of you could sports. take advantage of all of them not cbs Superbox. what he meant for his no ads. i meant like for my for my work oh oh we'll, we'll get more he represents and nbc and fox them. i'll be able to sell more sports now notre, notre oh, dame nice. probably is gonna hey. end up joining the big 10 at this point no so notre dame is one of the um only ones that we have every single game of and i don't know why well because they have an exclusive deal with nbc like they signed it, and that's part of the reason why. Well, there you go. That's well, that, why. That's part of the reason why. That's they, why like, all refuse, the games are on NBC. Yeah. And that's why they refuse. <laughs> that's why they refuse to like sign or join any conference because they're like TV rights deal wise. We have an exclusive contract that pays us way more money than we would get paid if we joined any conference. Which, yeah, but now, if but now if the Big Ten has a contract <laughs> with the with NBC, then it's like or with uh oh no it's with NBC. So now that that the Big Ten has a contract with the NBC. Then it's like, okay, well, we can probably just merge that contract. Well, yeah, I wonder how much their contract was. I can see NBC being Because they've like, had exclusive rights with NBC for fucking decades. Yeah, and I, so I could see NBC being like, no, we're not going to resign with you now. Now we have all these other college teams that we get to show. I don't know why they would. Notre Dame's not fucking <laughs> worth it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. So, um, Also, Alabama approves the raise and extension for Coach Nick Saban through 2030. Yeah, and he'll be there for 2030, and he's highest paid. God he's the highest paid coach in college football uh, for a public school. Um, Just I, edges out Kirby Smart. Yeah, because of course he does. Yeah, he was like, "You you paid Kirby a little bit more than me. I would like five dollars more a year than Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> at at least one dollar." Now you have a 2030. How old is old. Saban? He's like a 60 late 60s, something, right? Yeah. Late 60s. I want to say 70. 70. seventy to be seventy eight. So yeah, he's locked until seventy eight. Yeah, but Joe P, how old was he when he finished coaching? Okay, that, that's fair. But and he wasn't even like amazing. Coach know, K was what ninety eight. Joe Paterno was eighty four. Eighty four. God damn. Yeah, okay. but Joe Joe Paterno looked like he was like one hundred and thirty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did. <laughs> Well, right, look, then, I mean, coaching college football probably puts a lot of stress on the age on you. Oh, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, jump over to NBA. Um, uh, oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Chet Holgram um, has potential torn ligaments in his foot. You want to know how he did it? How? 
uh, Jamal Crawford's pro am. I was gonna say I read that he was trying to defend LeBron. <laughs> yeah, that's something you don't do, Chet. Come on, Chet. Come on, dude. Yeah, LeBron like drove at him in transition, and he like kind of stopped him, uh, and then like <laughs> rolled his ankle and somehow fucked up ligaments in his foot. Nice. Yeah, it's it's the tough thing when you have a guy that's that tall. That's usually the issue with tall, like tall. Yeah, guys like lower that. legs and shit. Well, not even that. Just yeah, well, yeah, lower legs. It's like foot injuries in particular. Yeah. It's what killed Yao Ming's career. The guy that got drafted before Michael Jordan, I forget his name, um, but he, like, that's what ended his career. Like, the Trailblazers drafted him, fucked his career. Greg Oden, sorry, Portland, you get fucked again on drafting a big man that has <laughs> foot injuries. Uh, but, like, there's, like, um, like such amazing the giant centers that are super tall and could change the game, and they just can't, like, function because it's a lot they have to fucking hold up. So, yeah. Um, and then also, I'm sure you'll have notes on this, uh, KD ain't leaving. I feel like the whole thing, and you, you can go right after me, Logan, is it's stupid because I feel like the owner finally came in and was like, hey, Kev, <laughs> come on, man. I gave you Kyrie, you asked for Kyrie. I gave you James Harden, you asked for Steve Nash. I gave you Steve Nash. Now you don't like Steve Nash, and we all understand why, but Steve Nash ain't leaving. Um, but I gave you everything you want, man. Like we can understand maybe Kyrie because we just brought him in or, you know, to make you happy. Like, come on, man, like give us a fucking break. We've done everything and we'll continue to try. But my whole thing was that, uh, they were like, we'll continue our, our partnership. It's not like, it's He's not under a contract with them. He's not a partnership for what? Four years. Yeah. He, that's for the thing. He, has, he has four years on his contract. Like they don't I, have to do anything. I, I saw a meme that yeah. was, that was literally, it was like Kevin Durant, like, his, like his agent showing him he still has four years left on his contract and him going like, oh, <laughs> shit, got it. I, I can't force my way out here. Like, yeah, no, you like, what are you going to do? Hold out for four years? Yeah. Like, no, you're not going to do that. Exactly. And that, I think that's the big thing, That would thing be hilarious, too. though. He just doesn't play basketball is that four years. The Nets were just asking for everything for him. And teams weren't committing to those. Well, as as and, they should. Uh, yeah, He's got four years on his contract. Offering a shit ton. And then the Nets would be like, no, it's not enough. Because it's, it's not. Like, okay. Then teams are like, okay, well, now you're being too greedy, so I'm not giving you shit. And I think that's what it came down to is just they had no more they, trades that they saw worth it. They got so they offers said, from yeah. every team, and they probably told Kevin Durant, like, kept him in the loop, like, this is what this team offered. We told them no. What do you think is going to have to happen for us to actually trade you? Yeah. And Especially when you know that you have the safety net of he's locked in for four years. It's not like... Oh, one more season. Well, that's then why the, that's why like, the Nets held all the the leverage. It's exactly. just because like if yeah, if the Celtics give us fucking Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, it was going to have to be Jalen Brown. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Brown and like every first round pick for the next five years, and then another team jumps in and gives us something and first round picks, and then the Celtics and that team make a couple trades to make themselves happy. Then yeah, maybe, but like no team's going to be doing that. It would have been the Celtics getting just Kevin Durant. And giving up like half the roster and yeah. all their draft picks. Exactly. And it's like, and okay. would, it wouldn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. There's no player that's going to be worth you losing everything. And I think Jason Tatum like and Jalen Brown would have been pissed. They like each other. They, they really like each other. I, I, I'm so mad when Jalen Brown's contract is up and he won't re sign with us because every time a superstar is available, we're like, we'll give you Jalen Brown. I was talking to my buddy about He's that like, because fuck you, you, guys, you had mentioned that like weeks ago. And you're like, yeah, I'm worried he's not going to sign because every time that there's potential for somebody to come to us, yeah. it's always, we'll give you Jalen Brown. It's the same thing that happened a couple of years ago when Kevin Durant was a free agent. We were like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll sign Kevin Durant. We'll probably have to get rid of Jalen Brown in the process. But like, like no, you don't. Yeah, we'll Jalen's like, 
Teams have big threes uh, all the time. Yeah, but like with the contract situation there, like we probably would like I don't know if the team would have been willing to go that far into the luxury tax. Like the owners. Well, and then you know, maybe you should get some new owners. Good luck with that. Boston <laughs> sports owners like changing hands. Doesn't happen often. Yeah. All right, jumping over to NHL. Nazim Kadri uh, gets paid seven uh forty nine million for seven year contract. With the Calgary Flames, who I hate, so that's a bummer to see. Kadri was a huge part in the Avalanche's postseason success last year. Um, he did pretty decent through the regular season, but it was postseason when he really um, shined. He had that finger surgery and then came back like two and a half weeks later and winning one of the games to like, get them on, so it was, he did great. Um, Canada won their 19th World Junior title with a 3-2 win in overtime over Finland. Kent Johnson, number five overall pick by the Blue Jackets, in the 2021 draft was the one who scored the game winning goal. <coughs> Jesus, dude. <coughs> oh, Choked. Okay, anyway. Um, Anaheim Couldn't Ducks. Uh, Trevor Zegras <laughs> and the Canadian women's hockey star Sarah Nurse um, are the cover of the NHL 23 this year. Saw that. Yeah, so um, you should be happy about that. No, nice I, young I, star. I think Zegras is amazing. It just makes me laugh because I'm like, he didn't even win work, like rookie of the year. All right, you know, which I'm like, I I thought there was a good. It should just be Connor McDavid I, I until think, someone's better than Connor McDavid. Dude, fucking just him and Dracidal side by side every yeah, every time every year. Which yeah, every time. Um, yeah, jumping over to MLB. Albert Pujols uh, gets on base for his 691st base, um, passing Stan Musel um, for second most total bases in MLB history. Um, former Angel. Love that guy. What was the number? Um, 691. There's 3,000 hits. He's got more home runs than that. Yeah. Yep. Passing Stan for second most total bases in MLB history. I'm not saying you're wrong. You're reading it off an article right now. Like I'm not well, saying no, wrong. it's in my notes, but I got it from an article in my notes. <laughs> it just doesn't <clears throat> seem like a like an all-time stat. Spaces in. Uh, Hank Hank Aaron six thousand eight hundred fifty-six. Six thousand one hundred forty-nine. All like bases. It's total bases six thousand eight hundred fifty-six. Out pools six thousand one hundred forty-nine. Oh, 6, You left out a zero. Okay. Well, how, how many home runs does he have? Six ninety-three. Okay. Okay, so he hit a 691st home run. Yes. When this article was made to put him over second total bases in history. Oh, so that's what So it was. he hit the home run and it, that yeah. brought him over the total For total bases. bases. Oh, that home run okay. is that four bases. That makes sense. That's yeah, four bases. I, I, yeah, his I fucked 691st home run brought his total gotcha. base total yeah, to that and, greater than Stan yeah. And that that's all I mean. I, I didn't like do any 3000 hits, man. Yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah, multiple exactly. people in the 3000 hit club and that's I'm like, at least three thousand bases. How many of those? How many of those don't minimum. count as bases? <laughs> minimum. Okay, yeah. So yeah, my bad. I fucked that one up. Um, Angels owner Art Moreno uh, exploring possible sale of the team. Shocker. Um, at seventy six years old, he says eh, guy has no fucking clue what he's doing running a franchise. Yeah. No one's surprised. No. Get out of here. Get out of here, you freak. Hopefully, you get someone nice who's knowledgeable. Knows what they're doing and just cares about like the team and baseball. I'm not saying your owner doesn't care like, about the Angels. Like I'm sure he loves watching winning, baseball. You know? He has yeah. no idea what he's fucking doing. But though. like you have two stars and you guys are you know we have two of debatably the best players in MLB. Not debatably, and we're dog shit. You have at l- debatably two of the top five, if not the top two. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So <laughs> updated power rankings. We got Dodgers one, Mets two, Astros three, Braves four, Yankees dropping down to five. Get fucked. Pull we got Red shit. Sox bumping up one spot Fuck yeah. to seventeen. Yankees moving down, we're moving up. <laughs> and That's then Angels sitting right at twenty two for like the last three months. No worries. Um jumping over to MMA. Mike Diamond Perry, um, now in the bare knuckle fighting championship league. Um, defeated MVP. I don't know what the fuck the name stands for because I don't watch bare knuckle boxing, but he goes by MVP. All right, and that just makes me think of the guy from WWE MVP. I don't know if you guys remember. Oh him. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. <clears throat> yeah, was, we fly high. Yeah, it was very high, racial stereotypes. Yeah, very racial yeah. stereotypes for MVP. One hundred percent. And then Joel Bauman, an MMA fighter on some other fighting league. Um, but he fights like on the UFC Fight Pass. They show a bunch of other different like fighting organizations. But like when somebody does like an interview, it shows like UFC Fight Pass like on the mic. So like, I don't know exactly how it works. Um, but wins his fight and then calls out Jimmy Kimmel and the rest of Hollywood and calls them all pedophiles. Says hmm. every single one of you motherfuckers on the flight log, talking about Epstein, the island, um, says you guys are all pedophiles. Um, so I mean, that was taken off of the UFC Fight Pass. Shocker. Which. It actually is for me because I'm like, you know, Dana White. Dana publicity. White's all about that shit. Any, any bad publicity is good publicity. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. So, um, he's probably going to wind up dead <laughs> yeah. by suicide um, in the next few weeks. That'd be my guess uh, for calling out all these people. Joel Bauman. So, hopefully he doesn't, dude, because this guy's a fucking animal. I don't know if you guys saw the interview. Um, he was the one that was like, oh, you know, it was after when he's like, yeah, you know, I've been going through a lot. I got herpes twice in the last three months. And he, like, started talking about a bunch of random You got herpes shit. twice in the last month? No, dude, it's the same herpes. Yeah. <laughs> it came back. It's a new one. And then Carla Sparza and John Wei Li um, will fight for the women's strawweight title on UFC 281. That is the same one with Adesanya and Perea. So that'll yes. be a good one. Cool. So, man, two seventy nine is just a fucking stinker, man. Oh yeah, it's still a dud. I don't know if uh, they announced like the like what Tony Ferguson on it. Oh uh, yeah, so Conzo and, like, and Diaz. Yeah, we got Fer- Ferguson versus Jingling. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> um, you announced you announced the guy that whose most recent fight he got punted into the next dimension. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's your yeah. co headliner. Yeah, the nastiest front kick I've ever seen in my life. Um, but. Yeah, and Tony Ferguson's the the mad underdog, plus two ten. So Jesus. Um, yeah, I mean that's. I mean I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, well, yeah, of course we're gonna watch I'm gonna it. Watch it. Yeah, right? I don't know but, if I will honestly. But yeah, I'm no, gonna watch it to see if Nate Diaz can maybe make it interesting. I saw. I saw. Uh, I might watch it just for Comzot. Yeah. I saw a meme. You know, it's like the one with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio where he's got the scar and like the, the glass scotch, and he's like pointing like ah. ah. Yeah. And it's like Nate Diaz watching Leon Edwards winning with one minute left in the fifth round. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anything like, and that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. If that's what happens, I swear to God, Nate Diaz is going to get a fucking title fight. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it will be something stupid for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's going to be one of the biggest upsets of the entire year will be that one. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and then jumping over to UFC 278, um, Usman versus Edwards 2. Oh. Um, they had last fought uh, like seven years ago, and Usman won. Um, so kicking off the main card, uh, we had Tyson Pedro versus Harry Hunsucker. I went with Harry Hunsucker. You did, you did. Uh, not, uh, me and Logan both took Tyson Pedro, um, who won by knockout in a minute in the first round. Yeah. Um, nah. So that's why we didn't go with Hunsucker. Yeah, obviously. Um, Let me be honest with you, I don't remember the first four fights on this card. 
Uh, the first three. I was like, I know you saw the fourth one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was having dinner, and we did it in the living room. So yeah, I was like, I, I was watching it for Usman and Edwards, and a little bit for the Costa fight, but not really. Well, and also for the Josie Alda fight, but like, it was good. But no, like, no, yeah, yeah. I think this is actually a pretty good card. Yeah. Um, um, looking back at it, and we had Wu Yanan versus uh, Pudilova, mm-hmm. and I think me and you both took Yanan. Can't remember. Probably, I don't know. I think he took Pudilova. I probably, um, I think I went one and four on this card. Yeah, pretty sure I'm one and four. Yeah, I which went, listen, I, w- I went one and which, four. Which listen, well. UFC two seventy nine. Use fuck, UFC two seventy nine. I'm due. I don't go bad back back cards. Five and oh, never guaranteed. Never. Yeah, so I completely agree with do that. We, do we have stats to back that up? No. But I'm I'm pretty confident. If we had one diehard fan that's been listening and recording all of our stats for our picks and everything like that, I'm the diehard fan us. that records all of our <laughs> <Yeah>. stats. <laughs> <laughs> true, 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 true. Um, and then when we went on to the next one, we had Jose Aldo versus Marab. Um, when they lifted up Marab's hand, Jose Aldo looked offended. Um, he was like, unanimous. "What? What?" But it was unanimous. Um, Total strikes one thirty-five to fifty-nine. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and I had said Marab, and then. Dude, Logan was riding that Jose train, and I was like, dude, fuck it. I completely agree. Dude, Jose's don't listen got to me. I'm dude. a fucking idiot. Don't well, listen to me. That to proved. be fair, Marab did go 0 for 16 on takedowns. But he did have five minutes of control time. Yeah, no. Uh, Marab uh, just manhandled him for pretty much the entire fight. Yeah. And that's, he was the favorite, right? Yep. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, he was the favorite. It was kind of expected. I just couldn't, after watching the last couple of Jose Aldo's fights, I'm like, he just looks so fucking good. No, he but he wasn't good. really fighting anybody. So that's really the yeah, and now catch Jose is going to slide down. Yeah, very And far. he'll probably retire soon. Maybe fight one more, try to go out on top, and then. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, how, I can yeah, see yeah, that. We'll see how it goes. He's still young, dude. He's still 35. But he's not performing like he was when he was thirty. So that's that's that's. Let's the, see where is he at in the in the, the weight class? Uh, let's see, let's see. What weight class is that? Bantam. Uh, so in bantam weight, he fell to six. Yeah, which isn't bad. Cause Rob he, jumped he, to three. He they was switched. Oh, he was three. He was three. Mm-hmm. Rob was six. So they yeah. just switched. So I mean, you he, give he, him like Marvin he's gonna Vera. have to win three yeah, more. Get, well, who's a uh, Dominic Cruz fighting? Oh, he's uh, fighting somebody. Yeah, and it's like his his go out fight. Oh, then never mind. Um, or everybody thinks it's gonna be a you know what fight. Sean O'Malley, if Sean O'Malley, wait, no, who's Sean O'Malley fighting? Peter Yan. Yeah, Yan. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Dude. Never. Yeah, mind. what UFC is that gonna be? Um, that one's on the two eighty. 280? Yeah. That's going to be like the opening the card, probably, yeah. Uh, So, Benel Darouche versus Gamrat's going to open it, and then it's Piotr Jan and Sean O'Malley. So, I don't know. I'm trying to find, like, someone that uh, Josealdo can fight that's, like, not, like, too high, not too low. No, Cruz just fought. Yeah, Cruz just fought Chino Vera and lost. He got knocked out. Yeah, so give him Dominic Cruz and let him go out on a high note. Yeah, that'd be rough for Dominic Cruz. No, fuck Dominic Cruz. Give him Chino Vera. Oh. Five or six, and he's on a he's I'm on a little th- tear right now. Yeah, Chibera is. Um, and then jumping over to but the next wins, fight, he's going to keep fighting. We got Paulo Costa versus Luke Rockhold. My favorite um, fight of the night. I've I don't know love if I've ever smear, seen. Dude. Oh, I loved it. I don't know if I've ever seen two fighters with literally nothing left in their after tanks. the first round. Yeah, after the first round with nothing left in their tanks. Fucking Utah elevation, I guess. But they just. 
kept going. Dude, like, Rockhold in the middle of the round. From me to Logan, standing that close, bent over and put his hands on his knees. Like, <laughs> I, I need breath. a break. <laughs> dude, he could have got soccer kicked right in the face. Like, he was so exhausted, and I thought he was going to die in the ring. And Costa looked better, but he still did look gassed. Oh, he was completely gassed, which was Luke Rockhold just funny. didn't do a good job of, like, hiding it. He yeah, was, like, I was like, I cannot go. Yeah, because I was like, dude, Costa's not even going to fucking make weight, dude. And then he did, and apparently he did it in a very good, healthy way. Ooh, did you hear the stories about that? It. Uh-uh. They, like, came into his room at, like, 4 a.m. and blood tested him while he was cutting weight. Mm. And he, like, like, they came in, like, tested him for, like, PDs or something. Oh, and they were like, "We have to do this blood test," and he was like, "In the middle of cutting weight." That's why, like, after he weighed (laughs) in, he's like, like, "I will die." He like flipped everybody off. He was like, "Fuck Usada for fucking doing this to me because you came into my room when I was fucking sleeping to blood test me while I was in the middle of cutting weight, so I was fucking dying, and then you took my blood." (laughs) Like, good dude, Cause is a piece of shit. I hate him. Yeah. I wish you would have tested positive. I wish they would have taken four <laughs> pints of blood from him. <laughs> He's crawling <laughs> into the octagon wheelchair. Um, but yeah, dude, Luke Rockhold, obviously the most um, important part of the entire fight was in the third round when he took him down, oh, gushing yeah. blood out of his nose. Um, mm. And instead of trying to strike, just smears well, it all over Costa's Costa face. took him down and then he flipped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Finally was able to flip it With over. like 20 seconds He's left. in full guard and just... Rubbing his face, didn't even try to hit him, just covered him in blood. And I mean, I'm sitting there in awe of this man. Um, but yeah, I mean, Costa was the one that was most likely to win. Yeah, we all picked Rockhold because fuck, F- fuck Costa. My my favorite meme that came out of the whole night was like, uh, my girl, like we can't. It's my time of the month. And then like 30 minutes later, and it's Luke Rockhold <laughs> like smearing his face. All right, and then jumping over to the main event. Uh, we had Usman versus Edwards. This oh. fight, this fight went exactly as I would have perfectly imagined it. Yeah, it and was Tim, utter, Tim called head kick. It was utter domination. Did I call head kick? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I, I, I just call. I think I just called Leon Edwards winning. I, yeah. I'm sure you did. I, for whatever reason, remember you saying like he'll probably like fucking land a head kick or something. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's probably. I did probably say. We gotta that. backtrack that because that'll be. That'd be nice, and you need to say that you said it with confidence. I probably not, did because yeah, I was drunk. Exactly. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, I give Edwards the first round. Yeah, he looked close. He had him in, in a rear naked uh, potential for like a minute and a half, two minutes of the fifth or the first round, mm-hmm. and then second, third, and fourth. And he had the and back fifth too. in that first round. He had his back, and he yeah. was trying with the body triangle, trying to get and everything. the choke, but um, and then just utter domination from Usman. The entire rest of the fight, um, I'm talking to um, uh, Amanda's mom, and I'm like, I don't understand why fighters know that they're losing, they have no shot of winning this, and they don't try and do anything. They stay so conserved. Well, to be fair, Mara Usman, what are you saying? It's not only Edwards. No, no, yeah, Leon Edwards was losing the entire fight. And he was just so dejected. In the fifth round, he was just... Maybe throwing a jab, but he was staying super cautious. And I was like, I just don't understand. Because if it was me, I'd be running. Yeah, f- yeah. Kicked. In the middle of my sentence, Leon Edwards throws that fucking. And debatably the cleanest head kick I've ever seen. Hit it with the right feint, left jab fake. In, but he like threw the jab as he threw the kick. It's hard. Kamaru it's impossible just, to like see yeah, it. Yeah, Kamar just went to go duck the jab. And just leaned got, right into the dude. I mean, it was so and out 
fucking cold. How he crumpled forward then back. Like, that's the Dude. worst. When you crumple, like, forward in your body, <laughs> and then your body's like, no, we got to lay down. <laughs> we got to like, lay down. Get back. Get back there. Dude, absolutely vicious. And Usman knocked out Masvidal with one of the nastiest punch knockouts I've mm-hmm. ever seen. So to know that Usman's part of, like, a punch and a kick knockout that I've seen, that's oh, pretty yeah. crazy. And So just watching this, there were two things that stood out to me. One... I think a lot of this came down to coaching because the thing I didn't understand was why Kamara Usman's coach after the fourth round was like, at the end of the fourth, Usman like, because Usman, essentially his entire strategy was get Leon up against the cage, you know, maybe throw a couple and then get a takedown and put him right on the ground. And even if Leon Edwards got back up, I'm going to pin you against the cage. I'll probably get another takedown later, like a minute from now. And I get two takedowns per round and I've got... He had like seven takedowns in this fight. Yeah. Right? Yeah, five out of 12. Five out of 12. I thought he had like six but when he, they were on the broadcast. But either way, yeah. he had a, so many takedowns. So it's like that's how he was dominating the fight. His his coach was like, he's like, I want to see more of how you ended that fourth round. You don't need to just take him down and dominate. Throw more punches. You can knock him out. And I'm like, why would you say that? Like he's obviously dominating and winning this fight. And I guess maybe it's just me as like a – I'm a more conservative like – fighter kind of a guy like if you have this fight oh, okay. in the bag so you're, you're an adesanya guy okay well i'm saying if you have the fight in the bag i don't really <laughs> see a reason to like put it on the line i am an adesanya guy by the way but uh what? love izzy he's a bitch i love I you know who i like uh, more paula costa or fucking izzy well wow uh <laughs> oh, okay okay it's easy i was like if you're dominating these three rounds just go win the fourth and you're gonna win this no that yeah i i completely yeah agree i'm like you. just keep taking it like, like is it is it like beautiful did you get an amazing knockout no but like leon edwards gave him a great challenge in the first round and honestly respect to this guy i'm not gonna try to fucking stand and bang with him and risk getting knocked out like I'm dominating this fight in a particular way. I'm just going to win the fight. I'm not going to risk anything that's fucking stupid. So you think his his well, coach, but, well, his had corner, had... his corner, saying like, you can just, you don't need to keep taking him down. Just like you can, you can probably knock him out. Like it's not exactly what he said, but it was like, I want to see more of you getting him up against the cage and then just throwing punches and like, you know, landing big yeah. shots. Which so I, I would also, I would say Usman was winning on the stand up. He was winning on the ground, and yes, there's always that puncher's chance. My thing was that. Edwards, after he did it, there was one thing. What he, what he, he kept saying the same exact thing over and over, like, like, uh, like, like I told you, I told you, or like, look at me now, like, look at me now. Like, like, look at me now. Yeah, where he came and, from. And kept fucking saying it. Look at me now. Look at me now. I'm like, dude, you lost that whole fight. Like that's something. Like I get it. I get it. You, you still won. won. But don't act like you didn't just have your ass kicked for four rounds. Yeah, but like, adrenaline's like, pumping, you know, he's like... No, exactly, yeah. and I know, I know that, but I'm like, that was the one thing to me, I'm like, dude, if this was just a dominant victory, then yeah, talk that shit. If you won a debatable, you know, split decision, talk that shit. You lost two, you lost three, you lost four. You were you losing five. five. You caught him with a beautiful kick. But it wasn't like that was the game plan. No, exactly, and... Was and, like, hey, wait till four minutes into the fourth, and then throw a head kick. And, and another thing too is like when Thug Rose knocked out Wei Lee. I don't know if you guys. Um, remember. No, no, I hate. That's why I don't like Thug Rose. What? I hate Thug Rose. Okay, because uh, she knocked out. She wasn't even. She was did pretty much the same thing. I'm the best. And then next fight, I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. Next fight, I'm the greatest. I'm the, I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. 
Okay, okay, so okay, okay, I see what you're saying. That's not where I was going, but I see what you're okay, saying. Okay. Because she did say that, but that's like that's also part of like her motto. She tells herself, "I'm the best. I'm the best." It's like one of the doesn't work. She does. Say it in her. your head. Don't oh, I, don't I, fucking lip it. I think that, don't fucking. Uh, lip okay, it. Well, that's a whole conversation for a different time. Okay, but if you guys watch the kickback, right, and not just look at the contact, but look at Edwards when he throws it, mm. dude, like he's not making a face. You don't see all of his muscles tense. Dude, he just he threw a good head kick. Like he didn't try and put everything he had into. It. He wasn't going for a home run. It was the same thing with Doug Rose when she threw the one against Wei Lee. It was just like a. Mm. I'm gonna throw this right now. And it was just boom, knocked out. Now yeah, this and it one hit him in the perfect spot. Yeah. Just, oh. And so like it, it was again the most beautiful head kick. I do like that Usman lost due to the fact. That now Masvidal's like, oh, I'm getting a title shot now. No, you're not. I'm running this back, <laughs> dude. I'm like, okay, shut the fuck up. But Colby Covington and Leon Edwards, I don't think they've fought before, and I think that'll be a great fight. Because I think Covington are will have gonna, a chance to win the title. Are they going to give that to him before nope, they give it's going him. straight back to Usman It's got to be a rematch. Like, it has to yeah, be. Yeah, I, I, when I'm you have almost someone... positive it's already in the talks, and Usman said, I'm trying to get it worked out before the year ends. Oh, wow. I would love that. December? Yeah, now, oh. and he wants to do it in England. He goes, so it probably oh. wouldn't be until early 2023. Okay, give me give me a card. I know Molly's oh, already Patty's on the card. Oh, Patty's going to be on give that card. Give me a card with Patty, Molly, and this Usman-Leon Edwards fight. Oh. I know it's not going to happen, but I that, want it so bad. That'd be a fucking England card that I would, I would, I would, I'd call into work if I was scheduled. Because it'd yeah. be like at noon. I don't give a fuck. I'm calling into that so card. So 281 is November. So 282. That's the one with Adesanya, Perea, Esparza, Wei and Molly's already on that. I was going to no, say, she's already... Give me, give you me can Patty, move back. Give well, me, you can Patty, push it back. Well, no, 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 on the same but, card? Because Molly wants to fight repeatedly. So if she wins this one-handedly, she could easily be like, oh, there's one in January If she, England, if she wins a it. spinning back fist or a spinning elbow again... I'll shit my fucking self, dude. <laughs> I'll fucking shit And myself. she's like, give me a fight in two months. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 dude. That would be... I would definitely see them doing that, throwing Molly oh, on there with Patty, Patty with this fight and Leon Edwards. Oh, absolutely! I fucking wish Tom probably, Aspinall fuck, didn't get put hurt. Fucking Darren Till on there. I put. wish Tom Aspinall didn't get hurt because you could have Molly, Patty, Tom Aspinall, Leon Edwards. Like that'd be electric. Oh, all England card. Yeah. That, be a lot of fun. And it would be amazing fights. That arena would be so loud, dude. Oh, it'd be so loud. It'd be, so it'd be loud. The, the O2. They sell it out. It would get so many pay per view buys. Oh, that'd be amazing. And that's going to be like 283, too. So we'll, yeah, we'll, that'd we'll be keep an amazing. eye on it. It'll probably be something like that. But what I also wanted to go back to, so I said a lot of it came down to coaching because of how Usman's coaches were like, you got to, you should do more when he didn't need to. I loved, I don't know if you were like listening to the corners talking to the fighters. Leon Edwards Leon's had a corner coaches. guy that just came up. And he yelled at him to sit down in like the second round. He was like, "Sit the fuck down! Yeah, like you need to sit he, down." Yeah, he wanted yeah. to stand there. He's like, "Sit down." And then after the fourth round, Leon's sitting there like looking away. I forget who they, who it is that they have that's like octagon side that like gives like his insight on what what's going on. Dean Thomas. Yeah, and they were, and Dean Thomas was like, he was like, Leon's not even looking at his coaches. He's so dejected right now. He's embarrassed. Like he's fighting. Like he like getting to the final bell is a win for him. And this coach is poking Leon Edwards in the chest and say, what, you fucking feel sorry for yourself? Do you feel sorry for yourself? Go fucking fight him. Like, don't let him bully you. Go fight this guy. And I'm like, everybody needs a coach like that. If you're in the UFC, you need a coach that's like, you're losing this fight, so you're giving up? What are you, a bitch? See, and that and that's what worried me, though. Because, because every round, it was that guy popping off, and I'm going, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Like, 
But then Leon would come out like this. Yeah, like he didn't care. Like, like, fuck, dude, I'm getting my ass beat. I got no chance. And that, I think that was the big part for me when he got the knockout. And he's like, look at me. Look at me. Yeah. What did I say? I'm like, bro, you look like you, you about to slit like- your wrist for four rounds. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Anyway, I love the coaching from Leon Edwards' side. Hated the coaching from Kamara Usman's side. I loved it for the first four, for the first three rounds. And then yeah, to have when them it got say out, that, and yeah. then, because the first three rounds, he was like, like after the first round, they were like, oh, that was fun. And Usman was like, I'm ready for this fucking next rounds. And like the rest of the fight, he was like, oh yeah, you got this, man. Like, yeah. like that's what yeah, you need to talk to a guy that's that good, like Kamara Usman. And then fourth round, it's like, I think you could do more. And it's like, you should shut the fuck up, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't need to do any more. Yeah. Just jab him a couple times, step back. Jab a couple times, step back. Throw a leg kick, you know, go go full as he on it. Exactly. <laughs> All right, and then jumping over to golf, which, by the way, I forgot to mention this, and then, Kyle, how you doing? Um, I golfed yesterday for my work. So yeah. I got paid to golf. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, and we you did, did mention yeah, that. Yeah, we did a little tournament uh, yeah. yesterday with, like, clients and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, there was, you know, the team. It was scramble, right? So you had your teams. Um, and then, you know, the, the first love place a scramble. team Love, love a four-man scramble. I've never played scramble before. Four-man scramble's great. Yeah, and I, I want to start, I want to do it one of these days with the goal, like with all I, of us. Oh, I, I, I've asked you, it. we need to get four guys. It could be us three, and we have a TTS team. Look, you don't have to be good. We'll go golfing. You'll get Dude, a little I'll better. Dude, shotgun. And we'll get like Ryan or Chad or someone, and we'll do the, the Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday league at Washoe. I want to. It's great. It's I, nine I, holes, yeah. scramble. Like, it's just a couple yeah. hours on Monday that. night. I would love that. Because it was fun. It was fun. Um, they had two uh, like little challenges. They had close to the pin on twelve. Yeah, that twelve par three. And then, Wait, uh, uh, did you guys go to Washer, Red Hawk? What's oh no, going on? Lake Ridge, Lake Ridge. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So close to the pin on uh, twelve, and then they had the farthest drive on eight. That par five right there. Yeah. Um, Let me throw my back out doing. Yeah, that. we did a shotgun start, so we started on fifteen. Yep. Which is. Not the best hole to start that on. That is not the best hole It's to start a on. iconic par three. That's that hole, Logan. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> right in the water. Yeah. So uh, we, we, Straight to jail. We, yeah, we started on that one. All of us hit it in the water. Yeah. And we're like, okay, breakfast ball. We all hit it in the water. And we're like, okay, we're just going to play this one on the backside um, like to finish, and then we'll just count that score. So we ended up going down. <clears throat> so you guys cheated. Yeah, you know, we didn't, <laughs> no, we you, didn't you, come you, close to winning. Yeah. So... Um, but yeah, yeah. So we played this one. Uh, so we played through. It was like weird starting off 15 and then going to 18 and then going to one. You know, it was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, then we get to 18. Or sorry, to eight. I fucking crushed the ball. Right? Yeah. And so you, you, what you do is if you hit it past the marker. You, you measure. You, you, well, no, you pull the marker and you just oh, put yeah. it next to where your ball is. I was probably 40 yards past, 50 yards past whoever was like the second. And I told I told Evan he's one of the digital sales managers and I was like I was like dude I hope I don't win I was like because nobody's going to fucking believe me that I hit this shot right and so we go we you know we do our whole thing we get to the twelve close to the pin don't even make it on the green so I was like all right didn't make that one <clears throat> go finish up now we get like lunch we're eating and they go oh the winner of this one's one of our own we got Kyle Stegmeyer and I was like oh fuck yeah dude hell yeah I'm like hell yeah. Um, this old guy goes, Hey, come on. And he goes, I was like, Hey, and he goes, how, how far did you drive it? And I was like, I, I don't know. I was like, I don't have like a, you know, I don't have like a distance reader. I was like, we just I hit it past. So I moved it next to mine. He goes, huh? How far did you have in? And I was like, they was like 155. I was like, cause we were hitting it with our nines. And he's like, oh, that's crazy. He goes, my buddy crushed it and was still 200 out. 
So you must have had a really good drive. I'm like, damn right. Yeah, yeah so he's accusing me, right? And I'm like, and I look over and I didn't say this, but I'm like, dude, your buddy's like 75 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can tell you had fucking grapefruit for breakfast. I'm like, you don't think I can hit it 40 yards further than your buddy, dude? I was like, yeah. I, I was like, I don't know, dude. Just perfect hit. But, dude, yeah, it was, I fucking piped the shit out of it. So now everybody at work keeps joking around, oh, you know, how, how far did you kick it ahead? And I'm like, I know my truth, dude. I know my truth. But I forgot to say that, so I had to talk about that. All right, right on, dude. Okay, so golf. Tiger and Rory. Nope. Don't even get into it. All right, dude. Patrick Cantley. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to have that. Yeah, yeah so Patrick Cantley uh, wins the BMW championship with a 14 under. A uh, huge move for Patrick here. Um, going back to back, he started the week at like sixth or seventh. Uh, he goes in now right behind Scotty Scheffler for the Tour Championship. Uh, first player to ever go back to back in a FedEx Cup event. Um, Whoa! So he won the BMW Championship right. last year, won it this year, and he won it last the Tour Championship last year. So we'll see if he can catch Scotty this year. Scotty had a great week. Um, I remember last week, you know, like he's still public enemy top five for me. Scotty Scheffler, uh, for walking in Cameron Smith's ball. Like, get over your fucking self. Get over your whatever your fucking yeah. thinking is. And I'll get into that because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a huge thing, and it's going to take me getting three hours to get through. Um, but huge for Patrick Cantlay. I, I, and Will Zalatoris has now dropped out of the Tour Championship. Uh, something wrong with his back. Mm-hmm. He had to drop out of the BMW Championship, so he's out of it. So it's going to be kind of hard for anyone to catch Scotty, but if there's someone that can right now and it's a hot hand that would be able to, it's going to be Patrick. Um, because, like we've done, the I did the FedEx Cup preview, Scotty's start, starting at nine, minus 10, Patrick's starting at minus 8, and then it goes down from there. Boom, 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 boom. So Scotty's already got two shots on the field to win 10 mil. Um, but I hope if somebody else does, it's... I'm hoping Patrick, just because he's got the best shot, I would think, right now. Yeah. Hottest hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, good for Patrick. No, yeah. My, my, my next thing was, Tim, do you want to talk about the tour championship starting tomorrow? <laughs> also, um, Willie Z, two herniated discs in his back. Yeah. No, it's bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. Will's having a bad time. Uh, yeah, tour championship. Uh, it's played in Atlanta. I forget what the course is off the top of my head right now. Uh, it's been there for years. Uh, players that have a, had a lot of success there has been Xander Shoffley. He usually finishes in the top, like, five every single year, uh, and he's won the Tour Championship one year. He didn't win, he didn't win the FedEx Cup that year because he was so far behind. Like East Lake. East Lake, yeah. I mean, it's in Atlanta. I don't know if you see that, but I, I, I'm 90% sure it's in Atlanta. Um, yes. But, yeah, so it should be, I mean, really great course. Uh, just like the BMW Championship, it's an amazing course to sit there and watch players play. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, if you're not in the top, realistically, in the top five of the FedEx Cup, you're not winning the FedEx Cup. The only player to win it that started, I think I was looking at it, was Billy Horschel was like, I think 20th going into it one year. But that was before they did the minus 10, minus 8. It was whoever was in the top 30 had a chance to win the FedEx Cup. And technically, they still have that, but it's like the guy who is 30th isn't going to take over number one if Scotty Scheffler... If Scotty Scheffler finishes last and Patrick Cantley finishes last or second to last, and you know, it has to be completely flip flop for these guys toward 30 Mm -hmm. to have a chance at winning the FedEx Cup. Um, so realistically, the only only guys that are going to win it are like the top five in the FedEx Cup, which is Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantley, uh, Xander Shoffley, um, 
I want to say, I don't think it's Rory because he's had a bad week. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. All right. SB. Huh? SB. Those are his initials. SB? Yeah. Sam Burns. Put my, oh, oh Sam I was going to give him another hint. Sam Burns. And since Will Zalatoris dropped out, then maybe it'd be Rory, but I don't think so because he had a bad week. Cam Smith. No. Oh, Cam Smith is six. So, so now maybe he moved up to five. Uh, so everyone moved Rory. up a spot. So yeah. Xander Shoffley is three. Sam Burns is four. Cam Smith is five. I think those five guys have a shot. I don't think Sam Burns does. Uh, I love the Sam Burns games, but he just hasn't been playing well. He's he top just, five, and it's like, right, but. But he, he played really great at the beginning of the season. Yeah, and, that's fair. It's he, about hot hand. Yeah, and I think Cam Smith still has technically somewhat of a hot hand. And I think Xander Shoffley has Absolutely. a really hot hand. Patrick Cantlay has a really hot hand. Scotty Scheffler, after last week, he finished in the top five at the BMW, so he still has a hot hand. Um, yeah. It's just at the at the FedEx St. Jude, uh, he just didn't play that great. Yeah. He didn't, you know, yeah. So I would say probably top ten in this tournament have like a real shot because that's like that would be like as far as I'd go back. The problem is with these because with these FedEx still events, six shots back. You like, still get. You still get you get two thousand points for a win. So Scotty Scheffler, no, you know, even though he didn't win, even before the FedEx Cup playoffs, he was a thousand above the next guy. And then so if you if you go look at the FedEx Cup points right now, the guy at ten is still farther away than Scotty Scheffler. So it just it just doesn't make sense for these guys yeah. at like ten. So that's why it's like that's why I'm saying like top five have a chance to overtake Scotty. And I'm just saying like for this tournament. Yeah. No. Like, 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 you have a shot to win this tournament. I'm not saying that's yeah. going to win you. No, and you, get, and you get a dick load of money for winning this tournament. So yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, if you're in the top 10 going into this tournament, I realistically think you have a shot. If you're seven shots back, starting with John Rom, you're seven shots back going into this tournament. I don't really see how you can win this no. tournament. And I've talked about the format. I don't really like it. I, I don't like how drastic it is. It's yeah. so drastic. If it was like five shots, understand. Because the guy is such a even, close game. The guy at 30. Worked his ass off to get into the top 30, and then he's 10, 10 shots, shots back. back from winning a tournament. Over like, four rounds, too. Like, there's you no have to be better anything. than it's, plus two. Yeah, you got to hope that, that on you your know, first day, you're minus five, and everybody else is plus five. You got you to gotta hope that you're shooting fucking minus seven every day. Yeah, you have like, you realistically <laughs> have to like hope that thing, on every single day, you are two shots better than whoever's in first. Yeah. To uh, tie them. I'm super excited, though, for this week. And then... In a couple of weeks, uh, in September, we have the President's Cup. Um, is Biden going to be there? Uh, <laughs> he might show up for a day or whatever. But uh, it's an absolutely electric weekend. Um, I think it's like a it, it's a major. Um, but it's like the fans are sitting there yelling and stuff like that. It's going to be great. England versus Europe. Uh, it's like the Ryder Cup. It's like, so President's Cup. The Ryder Cup is like the President's Cup on steroids. So the President's Cup is still great, yeah, but not as great as the Ryder Cup. I want more events like Ryder Cup, President's Cup, Waste Management. I want the fans going fucking crazy. And I know not during the shots, obviously. But no, I want you start yelling, dude. I want people going fucking <laughs> they're getting, nuts. They're millions, after you dude. Some guy fucking yells hamburger in the back of my swing, whatever, dude. And I'm making a mill. Have you seen those guys on TikTok? They uh, they do like a like a challenge where they try to like back people off in their backswing. And they just say like the most outrageous shit when people are in their backswing. And, like they made a whole TikTok channel out of they it. They tried to do the John Daly and he fucking just ripped it. They tried to do it to Bill Burr. Bill Burr, like, he was like, give me an actual joke. Yeah, 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 yeah you guys are fucking trash, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 
Is that it for sports news? Jumping over to horse racing. Okay, I'm going to go pee. <laughs> uh, Preakness winning trainer Chad Brown charged in domestic violence case. I'm not surprised. Name's pleaded Chad. innocent. Not oh, our only Chad. One D. Only our, one D. Yeah, one only D. one D. Our Chad's a great guy. Pleaded innocent and bail was set to 2500 That's it? Yeah. Dude, That's what I thought. Being a white man in this country is so fucking easy. Just beat the shit out of $2,500. Some guy. $2,500. <laughs> He's like a... He has like one of the most successful like horse training places. Too. Yeah, I'm so sure he does. I'm sure he does. And they're like, uh, "What did you make today?" That's how much your bill is. Yeah, <laughs> like that's it. Like that's, that's as far as we'll go. All right, and then also, cool Papa Bell, Taco Bell. No, cool Papa Pop- John's Taco Bell com- combo restaurant. Whoa. Whoa, what at Taco Bell would be fire with Papa John's garlic sauce? Ooh, well, any like that taco pizza, sauce is so any good, taco dude. pizza. Oh, the Mexican pizza. Yeah, dip that in the garlic sauce with the pepperoncini. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. oh, forget about hire it, us. You gotta hire about us. about it, dude. Uh, but yeah, cool. Papa Bell scores with? biggest upset in the Hambletonian history with fifty-two to one odds. Wow. Yeah. That's that's you bet on that horse like five bucks and then you win all that money and you go no fucking way yeah you're like oh my god there's no dude. fucking way I won this money that's like when you bet on an eleven leg parlay and you throw five bucks on it and you're like well, if it hits it fucking hits you know oh yeah every week of the NFL I do five dollars on the hundred thousand dollar challenge oh absolutely you pick every game and it's, yeah it's like yeah I'm sure oh and I you know on average I'm like fucking. Eight for sixteen, but yeah, you you go eight and eight, and you're like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, there's gonna be a week you go like thirteen and three, and you're like, whoa, and then that's when I want to slip my wrist. (laughs) Oh, that's fair (laughs) because it's like the three games where you're like, oh, those are my three locks, and those are the ones that lose you, and you're like, the Giants cover against the Chiefs, and you're like, oh, fuck (laughs) yourselves, like you motherfucker, dude. Um, but yeah, guys, that wraps it up for this week's sports news that you did not know that you cared about. Fucking love it. Um, pretty extensive because I knew we didn't have anything really for okay. predictions. All right. Um, I'm going to go to the bathroom before we get into predictions. And then I will go after you. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. Yeah, dude, this horse's name was Cool Papa Bell. That's kind of a good name. Yeah, That's dude. a good name. That's a good name. Biggest upset in Hamiltonian history with 52 to 1 odds. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then we're talking about how we like Chad. So, my Chad? Yep. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, because this is a Chad Brown charged with a domestic violence case. Oh yeah, but we do like Chad a little. Yeah. 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 But this is Chad with one D. Oh yeah, Chad with one Ds are never good. I haven't met an another, or I haven't like met like a piece of shit Chad who spells his name with two Ds. Uh, I think Chad's the only person I know of. Only one I've two. met. I think. He's the only one in the world. <laughs> it may be. Yeah, boogie butt. Yeah, boogie butt. Or he's out. Go pee. What's that boogie butt? He's out. Uh, all right, so next week we're doing NFC predictions. Yep. And the week after we're doing. Could you take a guess as to who I might have? Cardinals? Uh, no, I was actually thinking Vikings. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like Animosity. That. I like that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and then after that, we're doing NFL Top 100. Um, we'll ask you now because I don't know of a better time and I'll forget. Um, so NFL Top 100 on Sunday. When is it finalized? This Sunday. Sunday, okay. So it'll come out this Sunday. We could do it on t- that Tuesday, push the NFC predictions back. But I think realistically we won't talk about NFL Top 100. 
as long as we'll talk about the entirety of the NFC. Yeah. Um, so we'll do NFL Top 100 with previewing week one and predictions for awards and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, also, I went through, because there's only 20 spots left, and there's at least two players that I am confused as to how they're not on the top 100. Because I went through the top, there's there's 20 spots left, and I was like, there's 22 guys left that should be on this list. And I think I know the three that it's going to kind of come down to, and I know one of them is not going to make it. Who's that? It's Jair Alexander, because he played four games last year. Oh, he only played four. And that's fair. But the two that I think it's going to come down to are J.C. Jackson and Minka Fitzpatrick. Neither of them are in there yet? I, I, neither of them are in there yet. And there's 20 spots left. And I went through the other – there's 19 other guys that I'm like, they have to be in here. And I'm like, so I think it's going to come down to those two. And which one of those two isn't on the list? And if it's not one of those two, I'm like, who the fuck got left off this list? Yeah, well, yeah. It's going to be interesting. We'll talk about it in two weeks from now, not next week. Uh, but we'll talk about it. And obviously, we're going to have someone that – The what, the top 100? Yeah. We're going to have someone that probably could be a top 20 player that was left off the list completely. Uh, and it's going to be interesting. And it's going to be interesting because like two year, or last year's top 100, Cooper Cup left off the entire list and is probably a top five player this year. Yeah. Probably top five. Like, realistically. Yeah. At least top 10. Definitely top 10. <laughs> no. I think off of this season, players will have if the top five. If he's not in top 10, I'll... Yeah, no. Yeah, I think I'll realistically, naked for the stream. off of this season, players will have him top five. Yes. But I think not an argument top 10. So it's a thing like that where it's like, I think someone got left off this list that next year is going to be maybe a little too high. Because what, what have they released so far? I haven't looked at any of them yet. Through top 21. I wanted to, I wanted to keep it. So going. Sunday Sunday will be 20 through Who one. do you think is going to be number one? Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. It's going to be Aaron Donald. That's what I'm thinking. This year it's got to be. Like he's been at number two enough that it's like, okay. I he, was going to say I could see Cooper Cup. No, not over Aaron Donald. Not over the continuous domination of Aaron Donald. I know, but okay. So again, we're gonna have this disagreement because I'm looking at the total performance wise. Cooper Cup like shattered records. And that's Let's my, go and ahead and go into AFC predictions. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll jump into some. AFC. Either way, it's two fucking Rams players. Yeah, <laughs> probably one two Rams. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's jump into some AFC predictions. Uh, I think easiest way to do it is just <clears throat> northeast southwest because that's how a compass goes. Um, that's how I do every time. Can you prove every, that? What? <laughs> every time, every Never time, eat shredded wheat, dude. Dude, every time, that was the thing. I was always taught soggy waffles, and I was like, it's the only way to eat Whoa. waffles. It's the only way to eat waffles is soggy. What? Once you put the syrup on it, it gets soggy. Well, that's the point. Like, I mean, like, how do you not eat soggy waffles? So the thing that you it just says, eat like, the waffle right away, and it's still crispy. Why would you eat it without syrup, waffle. you fucking animal? No, no, you take the dry waffle, dip it in syrup. I think it's a drywall. Uh, I heard drywall too. <laughs> Either um, one, dipped in syrup, might off, not be bad. <laughs> unpopular opinion, yes, I do like waffles just buttered by themselves sometimes. But, dude, you have it toasted straight out, put the syrup on it, and start eating it, it's still crispy as fuck. I don't just let it sit for five minutes. And yeah, go, a, soggy mm, wa- a soggy waffle is not bad. You know what soggy opinion. waffles is, dude? Look that up. No, I'm not looking at it. Look up pictures, dude. I'm not looking it up. Soggy waffles is when a bunch of dudes jack off onto a waffle and the last one to come on it has Why to eat it. Why are there like eight different variations of a group of guys coming onto a food I knew, item? I knew about the cracker one. There's a cookie one. Like, there's there, Why are there just so many? Why are men the way we are? Loser of the... The, <laughs> the, the, the pigs the, have to eat the and, and really, are you the loser if... if 
Like, are you the put loser? Punishment next year? No, we'll do. Yeah, it the, you're the loser. Yeah, we'll do it in the bathroom. We don't do. You gotta eat Come so awful. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you're the guy that comes last, are you really a loser in that? Like, you last the longest. You're the no. Loser? You're the straightest, but have fun eating that waffle. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, that's, that's, that's what I'm That's what I'm saying. No, you're no, that's why you want to be in. Like, if there's like six dudes on this one, you want to be like third. <laughs> yeah, first is sus. No, no, you got you got to be like fifth. No, nah, that's too that's risky. Too pushy, dude. pushing it. The second I see second guy going, I'm like, I'm like, Bruh. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going a thousand reps a second, dude. That, that's when I pull Your out a gun. And, that's off. when I pull out a gun and then go, if you guys make me eat this, you're each dead. <laughs> I'll kill all five of you. <laughs> oh, you're one of those guys. I'll go, I'll go to prison it's before you until it happens to you. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> all right, so anyways, uh, northeast, southwest is how we're probably going to go through these divisions. That's just how I always think of the divisions when I'm thinking of the conferences. Oh, yeah. I don't know where oh, else to start. I, I see you're saying. Never eat soggy waffles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true, then. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yes, northeast, southwest. Um, so, so, start, so how are we going to go? Doesn't matter. God damn it. We're going to start AFC North. Uh, Timmy, you want to who do you have? Let's just go uh, ones, one seeds. Yep. Yeah. I feel like we're all going to have the same one seeds. Yeah. Um, AFC North. Well, I, don't, for, I don't think so. Not for No, you. we're all going to have the same one. Not for him. For one seeds, for all of them? Yeah. Or just no, for oh, the no, AFC no, for North. North. For the North, I think we'll have the same one. Oh, yeah. I am going with the Bengals, and I, I put, after the Cinderella story, they reloaded and are primed to win this division again, and they win it by going 11-6. and six. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Bengals, and I haven't seen their record, um, but I'm going to go Bengals winning the division. Um, they didn't pretty much, they didn't really lose anybody. But they boosted up their offense, which was the worst part of their game. Their offensive line. Um, yeah, sorry, yeah, offensive line. Um, I'd say that they're going to go 13-4. and four. Okay. Um, I also have the Bengals. I'll go right down the middle. I'm going 12-5. and five. Sure. Um, My whole thing with 11-6 and six is you got to realize that they're playing the Ravens twice. One of those is going to be a loss for sure. Uh huh. I think. I think one of the Steelers. I think one of the Steelers is going to be a loss. I think they lose one to the Browns. Like maybe when Deshaun comes back. I think they win. I think and they lose they, one to each of their division opponents. I don't think they sweep anyone in their. I division. Think they, I think they sweep the Steelers. Steelers are not good. Ooh. I think they, they don't have a I, I think. I, I think, think they sweep the Browns too. They could. That's my thing, and that's why I'm really going you twelve. Them at Thirteen and four. So that makes sense. <clears> they kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Uh, two seed in the NFC or AFC North, Timmy. Uh, I got the Ravens. Uh, always going to be strong. However, I got them going nine and eight. Okay. Um, I'll go with Ravens as well, and I'll take them ten and seven. Okay, I have the Ravens as well, and I have them going eleven and six. There you go. Nice. Right in the middle again. <laughs> right on. We're we're on a great pace so far. Um, I think they'll be healthier this year. I think that I think that's what it comes down to. That will help. Yeah. Um, all right, three seed. Uh, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers here after never having – they've never had a losing season under Mike Tomlin, they and I think not. they continue that trend this year. I don't care if it's Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett looks fucking great. Let's he talk has. about he, that. He'll probably start week three. Yeah, for They'll sure. Be like, Mitch but even with Mitch guy. Trubisky, I don't think they – they're not going to be good with Mitch Trubisky. No. I have them going 98. They won't be Same as the Ravens. I have the Ravens having the tiebreaker over the Steelers, and that's why they are <laughs> above the Ravens. Okay. That's just – this is fun. You could have picked any records, but you purposely made it tied for a tiebreaker. I wasn't going to give I them like a losing it. record, and I think the Ravens are going to go 9-8. Eight, 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 and and I think the Ravens are going to be Steelers above eight, 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 The Steelers are going to go 8-8-1 eight, eight, again. I'll take it. <laughs> um, I should have put 8-8-1. Eight, eight, <laughs> my third is going to be the Steelers, and I have them at 9-8 and eight as well. I think they will barely win. Um, I think their defense is still just going to stay good. 
And I think that they'll do enough to be able to get out those stupid little scrappy wins. Um, so I would give them the yeah, third in that division. Okay, I have the Browns at three because I think Jacoby Brissett, they have like a very easy first like four games to their schedule. They play like the, the Jets and the Panthers. <coughs> well, they start off with the Panthers, obviously. I think they can win that game unless Baker Mayfield goes ballistic because it's Against a revenge the game. Oh, for yeah, him. dude. I, and he, he could. He very I'm go, could. I'm, I'm going Browns money line for a thousand or Panthers money line yeah. for a thousand. Yeah, and that's fair. Like, I could understand <laughs> that happening completely. I also could see Baker Mayfield just not being good. Baker and Mayfield I can see is, them getting blown out and the Browns go, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we made the right choice. And, I, and my, my Thanks, thing Jacoby. is. Thanks, <laughs> Jacoby. I trust Jacoby Brissett a decent amount. He's got Amari Cooper. He's got Njoku. He's got some, you know, few weapons, nothing amazing. Um, I think it, Amari Cooper might have a really great year. Donovan Peoples-Jones, again, like some sleepers. Um, and then they have an amazing running back duo and a great offensive line. I think they just have enough to win more games than the Steelers this year, and I think a lot of it comes down to quarterback play. I trust a pretty much consistent Jacoby Brissett who is like a career backup, but like doesn't, he's not going to go out there and do dumb shit that loses you games. He's going to play football the right way. And I think that's going to win them enough games while Deshaun's out for when Deshaun comes back in, he can win them four of those six games that he's you know going to play in. And okay, he play, plays wins four of those six and they can probably finish with nine wins. I think Deshaun Watson's is going to be shit for those five games. I agree. He hasn't played in like two seasons. That's fair. Two and a half seasons. He, he, he might be absolute shit. I don't know, though. I think <clears throat> this Browns team is constructed well around him. What well, do you got the Browns could, going? Nine and eight. Nine and eight? Yeah. So. All right. Okay. I got um, Browns at the at four for me. I have sh- I put shit show. They finished seven and ten. Okay. I'll do Browns and I'll go eight and nine. I think that they will have a good streak. I think they play about even. I think they get the same amount of wins with Jacoby as they do as Deshaun. Um, or maybe Jacoby gets more because he has more chances. Well, he's going to have 11 games compared to Deshaun yeah. at six. But I still, I think I think you're right, though. I think Deshaun probably wins three of them. So maybe Jacoby gets a couple more than him. But um, I'm going to go eight and nine with the Browns. Okay. I have the Steelers at four, and I think they win six games this year. Okay. Right on. Um, so that's, that's our AFC North. Kicking off the AFC East, we obviously all have the same division winner here. Yep. I've got my number one is obviously the Buffalo Bills. I have put down obviously still really strong and currently number one in the power rankings. I think they finished the season overall 13 and four. Hmm. So hot take on this one. I'm going with the Bills. <laughs> um, but I, again, like you said, there's a dominant team. They got Josh Allen, who's an absolute stud. They signed who was the the wide receiver that they just got? Didn't they get somebody in the offseason? The only wide receivers I know of are Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs. Yeah. If they did Okay. Like well, no, 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 yeah. So I might be wrong then. Um, but either way, I don't think they're going to win 13 games. I still think they're going to have some hiccups because um, the running back, it's still just Singletary. And they don't think he's nope. anything. Nope. They have, they have what? They drafted James Cook. Yeah, they have, oh. they have they have a, they have a trio of running backs. My whole thing with the Bills yeah. is I, think I put it down. Is going to get starting reps. I think thirteen and four is bold, but that's all contingent on if they can figure out a running game. Whether or not it's Devin Singletary, James Cook, or Zach Moss, I obviously don't think it's Zach Moss. It's not Zach <laughs> yeah, Moss. Yeah. Um, but they have to figure out something in the running game for them to go thirteen and four. But I think they can do it this year. Yeah, so that's fair. Yeah. I. Sorry? What do you put them at? 
12 and 5. I'll go 12 and 5. <laughs> okay. Well, um, yeah. Me I, I have the Bills. Well, at, yeah. I, I also have the Bills at 13 and 4. Um, I think James Cook will win starting reps because he is also utilized out of the backfield. Um, and that's going to mean a lot with Josh yeah. Allen, especially if Josh Allen scrambles and James Cook, you know, adjusts his route a little yeah. bit. That's that's a that could be their offense. That could be their the, entire yeah. offense, you know. Yeah. Um, because Singletary and Zach Moss don't provide that option for them. I'm sure Zach Moss will get those goal line carries over, you know, James Cook or Devin Singletary, and that's fine. Um, but I think James Cook adds, adds another dimension. They added Von Miller, who, again, I don't think is like a game changer for them, but it does help in one of the key areas they need, which is pass rush, right? They needed, they needed a stud pass rusher. They went and got Von Miller, who made an impact for the Rams all season, especially in, in the Super Bowl. Um, so huge, absolutely huge. I think the Bills can go 13-4, and four, and I really think that they go that record because the rest of the AFC East, I think, takes a step back. Well, not the rest takes a step back, but as a division, I don't think it's good. Who's your number two? Um, my number two is actually the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I truly think Tua could be in for a good season. Um, I do. And if he's not, he's not. Like, I'll, I'll if, eat, if he's not, he's not the guy. Yeah, I'll eat those words, and Tua won't be a, an NFL quarterback for my much longer, at mm-hmm. least not a starter. Oh, um, Jones just allows the job, but I so. think they finished 10-7. and seven. Okay. Okay. Yeah, um, so I have them going 11-6. and six. Um, I think, <laughs> yeah, hey, they have, they have the team. They have the defense. They have everything that they need. For this, the only questionable factor is Tua, and that's what it comes down to. So with him, with that team, if he's able to play to the capabilities that people think that he should, I think they could easily go 11 because they have a nasty defense. They, and I'm not even thinking – like, I'm not what, even saying games, Tua has games. a great season. I'm thinking just Tua no, yeah. has like an above – like an average season. And I, I think, think they he's go able 10 to and do 7. Enough. Yeah, because they got what was it, like eight wins or something like that last year, and that was literally just off of their defense. Like their yeah. offense produced almost nothing. Or was it the year before that where they had the... No, it was, it was last whatever. year. They, they had a pretty decent year last But, year. yeah, so now you throw in somebody that has everything built around them. They added to the to the O-line. They added Tyreek Hill. They they have the running backs. They have tight ends. They have, they have what they need to make this team fully well-rounded. I could easily see them going 11-6. and six. Okay. It just depends on Tua. Yeah, so I have uh, the Dolphins here um, as well. I think... I didn't know we were going to have the same four on this division. I thought maybe like Pretty Patriots sure. and Dolphins Pretty were sure. flipped. Uh, yeah, so not. I have the Dolphins. I think at best they win 10 games because it is first year with a new offensive coordinator, or new head coach, but it's an entirely new offensive scheme. Um, I think that they'll probably use Tyreek Hill very similar to how Debo Samuel was used, excluding the running back version, you know, but getting him the ball in open space and trying to just let him create and then also getting those deep balls. But from what I've seen from Tua in these in, in preseason or not in preseason in training camps when they're actually running ones, um, he makes a few good throws and he makes some bad throws. Like there was a clip that was going around today of Tyreek Hill beating Darius Slay because no shit Tyreek Hill beat Darius Slay in a one-on-one. Um, and he underthrew the ball. And Tyreek Hill had to come back and get it. And Tyreek Hill just had so much space on Darius Slay that yeah. the ball being underthrown, of course, Darius Slay is going to keep <clears> running because Tyreek Hill is like five yards on him. And he's able to come back and catch the ball. And I'm like, yeah, but like that's not really going to like win you games, I feel like. I feel like Tyreek Hill is an absolute game changer. He's going to make this Dolphins offense so much different. They bring in Raheem Mostert. They bring in Mike McDaniels to be the offensive coordinator or to be the head coach and, and bring his offense to this team. And the defense is obviously the defense. I love Javon Holland in the secondary, very biased reasons, because um, he went to Oregon. But like, I think they have some good secondary guys with Xavier Howard and Byron Jones and and Javon Holland. Throw him in there. Um, 
And I think they can win 10 games. Um, but that's like the cap that I'd put it at is 10. So who's your, who's your three, Tim? I got the Pats here. Uh, I got the the whole question with the Patriots is about who's going to be calling the calling offense for me. It just worries me, whether it's Bill, whether it's fucking Joe Judge. It shouldn't be Joe Judge. Oh, yeah, He's or, awful. Yeah. Or the other guy, what's his name? Coach the Lions. Now he's back with the fucking Patriots. Oh, Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia. Yeah. yeah, he's a defensive coordinator. He won't call plays. Yeah, yeah but he's been calling offensive plays in the preseason. That makes no sense. It he's doesn't a defensive make any coordinator. sense. He does, it doesn't make any sense, but he's been doing it. That's what? Fu- yeah, you, I can't believe you guys haven't heard about that. That's what <laughs> no, I'm saying. I, I didn't hear that. So I don't know who's calling offensive plays for him, but it worries me. I think they'll do okay because it's the Patriots. Um, I think they go 8 and 9, though. Okay. Kyle? Hmm. So I'm not going to do it because I know just. They're not there yet, so I'm going to go with the Patriots. So I want to pick the Jets, but um, I I see a promising future with Mac Jones. Um, I think he's very good. Um, he had a very good rookie season, and I think he's only going to grow and be better. I do agree with what you're saying, though. It just comes down to the play calling, and dude, I don't know anywhere near enough about their offense. I don't know who they have. They don't Mac have Jones. anybody. It's, and that's that's my worry with that. They have that, Mac Jones. You have Nelson Aguilar. <clears throat> they have Hunter Nelson Henry. Nelson Aguilar is not. He's enough. not good, but that's who they have. No, no. Yeah, 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 he's, no, no. <laughs> that's who they have. Um, yeah, they have two good tight ends. Yeah, they have Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry. So I, like I, I don't see. Backs. And James White retired. So, But they use all four. <laughs> so you can't draft any of them in fantasy. <laughs> so I, I don't see that the, the Patriots and Bilicek winning less than seven. And I don't oh. see them winning more than nine, so I'm going to go with eight wins. Yeah, that's fair. I have Patriots, again, cap at nine. I think they go eight and nine, um, which is hard to say because Bill Belichick having a losing season, it's like the same thing with like Mike Tomlin where it's like picking that team to have a losing record for a whole year is very difficult to like actually get out. Um, but I think that's what's going to happen, <clears throat> and it's because they don't have anybody else. And like I heard some rumors about Mac Jones like struggling in training camp, and then he came out preseason, and he looks – fine and i'm like yeah he's gonna keep checking the ball down every game and the defense is gonna be good enough yep the defense also lost jc jackson right that's a lockdown corner in a division that now has stefan diggs and tyree kill you don't have a corner that can guard either of those guys that's immediately four losses for your team yeah because if you can't guard tyree kill he's gonna single-handedly beat the patriots yeah you can't guard stefan diggs he's gonna single-handedly beat the patriots so that kind of puts it in a toss up for me, and that's why I think that I I, I think they're gonna go eight and nine um, in this division. Uh so fourth pick is obviously the Jets for all of us. Yep. I put probably a little bit better than last season, still bad though, five and twelve. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So they went four and thirteen. I think they're gonna go six and ten. Okay, I think that hurts me, but I six think and eleven. Gonna, yeah, yeah, six and eleven. I think they're gonna go four and thirteen again. I don't think they're they got enough better, and I think the Zach Wilson thing is concerning to me because he's hurt already. To be back week three, though, at least. He didn't play good, though, is the thing. No, they, I mean, they won sucks. games with their third string quarterback that everyone was like, Who's this guy? I love him. Mike White, that's his name. Yeah. Everyone was like, Mike I fucking White, love Mike dude. White. And now they're going to start Joe Flacco probably week one, elite quarterback. He's going <laughs> to win more games than Zach Wilson probably all season. Um, but they also that have ring, a tough dude. schedule. Because I feel like every team we talk about that's like, oh, they're going to have a good record. It's like, yeah, they play the Panthers and the Jets and the Texans. And so, yeah, they're going to have a good record. Like that's So it's like if, if yeah. the Jets are involved in every one of those conversations where it's like all these good teams are going to have good records because they play the Jets, they're going to be right back where they were last year. 
Um, the only thing is maybe they can get another great receiver and go all in on Zach Wilson and say, hey, we got you Garrett Wilson. We got you maybe Jordan Addison, maybe Jackson Smith and Jigba. Like we got you two really great receivers. We got your Brees Hall in the backfield. We got Mekhi Becton on the offensive line. Like we have good offensive linemen. We got, you know, some help on defense. Let's go. Let's go try to be better in this third year for you, Zach Wilson. And that's where I think they're going to be at. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's fair. Move on to the AFC South. Uh, who do you have, Timmy? So I have this as the worst division in the AFC. Um, yeah. Yeah, I do. So it was. There's it, two dog shit teams in it, this division. Yeah. It, oh, in yeah the East, but... the East was close, but they at least have the Patriots, who I don't have worse than the other <clears> two teams. Yeah. Uh, for number one, I got the Colts here. I got Matt Ryan, Jonathan Taylor. They got a decent defense, and they do enough to win this division, and they go 10 and 7. Okay. So I'm going Colts, too. Um, that's my worry is that they just have no wide receivers. So I'm like – Michael Pittman's going to be an uh, stud. He's going to be an absolute stud. Matt Carson Wentz never gave him the fucking ball. Yeah. And no, he's still they're put gonna up good numbers. They're going to be very good together. Um, I, I say they walk away and they win the division with – see, they, they have to beat the Titans. I'm going to go with 12-5. and five. Wow. Yeah. Because I don't see the Titans winning less than – Okay, so I have the Colts as well. Um, I have the Colts right here. I think they're gonna go eleven and six. Um, it's gonna be tough. I think they win most of these games in their division. They probably win all four against the Texans and the Jags, but they might drop one like they did last year. Um, I think they'll split games against the Titans. You know, that that's just kind of I think how we all think about most of these like top teams against like number twos in their division. Um, but again, Matt Ryan is a is such an improvement over Carson Wentz. You have a top two running back in the NFL. The wide receiver core isn't all the way there. Tight end isn't all the way there. But that offensive line is probably the best in football, or yeah. second best in football. And they went nine and eight last year too. So I think yeah, they went Matt nine and Ryan, eight, and they should they have gone win two games, and more. they should have gone ten and seven and made the oh, playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they should have. Wentz choked lose hard, lose in the playoff or lose in week seventeen or week eighteen to the Jaguars like that were. Their fans dressed up as clowns for the game. <laughs> to get kicked out of the playoffs. To miss the playoffs, yeah. Like, like they realistically could win two more games and get 11. I, um, I think I think that's about where they'll finish. Um, and again, that defense, it's not even decent. That's a good defense. They have a solid defensive line. They have the best linebacker in football. They have a good enough secondary, especially in a division where they don't have any real threats. There's no threats in the secondary in their entire division because A.J. Brown's gone. Dude, Christian Kirk? Sure. The most <laughs> overpaid receiver that fucked up the entire wide receiver market. Literally. <laughs> like, like that's that's who they have to worry about. They don't have anything else really. So yeah, that's I think they can absolutely win eleven. Yeah. All right. Number two then. It's pretty obvious. I've got the Tennessee Titans and I put they'll be okay. Nine and eight. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I got them going eleven and six. I think they're still just gonna be dominant. I still think they're gonna be able to do their wins. I think Derrick Henry's still gonna carry the team. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yeah, I don't see them walking away with less than. Eh, I already said it. I, I think ten and seven, but I'll stick with eleven and six. Um, so I, I said the Colts are going to be at uh, eleven and six. I'm pretty sure. That's yeah. what I said. Yeah. Um, so I have the Titans at ten and seven. Again, they had the best record in the AFC last year. Yeah, like yeah. it's shocking that they did. It doesn't make any fucking sense. <clears throat> when you think about every other division is tougher than theirs, then you kind of get the picture, right? Like, of course, it's not going to be a team from the AFC West, even though the AFC West is. Like three teams are better than the Titans, realistically. Yeah. I'd say now four. Yeah, probably. So it's like, how do the Titans finish with the best record? So 
I think they'll still finish with the second best record because, again, the rest of their division fucking sucks outside of the Colts. Um, it would be interesting um, not having a receiver, but Derrick Henry's going to get so many fucking touches. It's going to be ridiculous. And their defense is still fine. They still have one of the best safeties in the game. They still have a great nose tackle. They can get some rush off the edge with, like, Harold Landry, and then that's about it. You know, like, they're going to they're gonna do enough to win, I think, 10 games. Okay. Uh, who are you bottom – or how do you have the bottom two? I've got Jags going here at three. I think Trevor Lawrence has a much better season, but his team needs more help and time, and I don't think Trevor Lawrence has a great season. I think he just has a better season than he had last season. Uh, I think overall Jags go six and 11. Okay. I like that a lot. Um, I'm going to go Jags as well. Um, I think Texans are going to easily be one of the worst teams um, this year. So um, I'll go with Jags. I like that. I think they'll get three more wins. Um, so I think six and 11 is fair. I think they get three more wins. I mean, they got Kirk. Um, you know, so and he's not a game changer, but he's better. No, than no, he's better than what yeah, they had. Exactly. So and they got uh, still have Marvin Jones. What's his face back um, from injury? The running uh, back, Etienne. Etienne. So and they didn't play James Robinson like at all. Yeah. So I, I think it's a huge issue. I, I think they'll do decent. And they're I not think going to. James Robinson that. is going to find a home. I'm. I'm. Abs- Who did the Jags take? Oh, uh, one overall in the draft. Oh, Trayvon Walker. It's dumb there pick. You go. He he made one one play in his first preseason game. I haven't heard a peep since. Yeah, and it was against the Raiders' third stringers. That's because it was so dominant. Uh huh. He 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 pushed that he third string played, left tackle. The NFL has been afraid to release footage about how dominant he's been. Sense to uh, so yeah, I also have the Jaguars at three. I think the biggest deal is Urban Meyer getting fired. They're going to have an actually competent head coach most likely, um, and that'll be huge for them to have a coach that. It, you know, wants the team to win as opposed to caring about himself. Um, it's going to be good. They'll use James Robinson. They'll use Travis Etienne. They have some more weapons at wide receiver. I absolutely think they can double their win total. Um, regardless of the fact that I don't think they did great with their number one overall pick and he won't make an impact realistically that much of an impact this season. Um, overall, the team got significantly better than where they were last year and they have a whole new front office and that's great. They still don't have a kicker. <laughs> they did cut their kick, their only kicker this week. Going for it on every fourth. Oh, down. absolutely, no field goals. You know, you guys abs- three and fourteen. Who fucking cares? Go for it. Yeah, absolutely, might as well. Um, so yeah, I think Jack is at three, and that means we all have Texans at four. Yeah, I do. And then I put down. Don't see them very uh, winning very many games. Mm-hmm. One of my top contenders for the number one overall pick. Yes, I think they go four and thirteen. I, I, I think they go three and fourteen. Yeah, I would agree. Three and fourteen, maybe even two and fifteen. Um, yeah. Probably get that third win because Davis Mills is like just good enough in some games. <laughs> like he'll probably he'll surprise you. He'll, 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 he'll get Brandon Cooks for like one hundred and eighty yards one game. And it's yeah, like, and three touchdowns. Fantasy, and then the next game, Brandon Cooks goes two catches for five yards. <laughs> yeah, it's like exactly. Ooh, bad luck. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mills, three picks, ten yeah. yards, one hundred percent. And that's the thing. I think the that the Jaguars have their quarterback right. They have a solid running back room have a few receivers. They got a good defensive lineman, hopefully eventually down the line. They're not looking to get a top pick this year. Like a good pick is great. They'll get a, they'll get a top 10. No, they'll get a, oh, no, I'm yeah. saying that's what, they're going to get a really good pick, but they're not shooting for like, let's try to get the number one pick in the draft. Yeah. Right. right. The Texans are absolutely shooting for Davis Mills is not the guy. It's fun to let's have. Let's go. zero and 17 in draft either Justin Fields. No, or no, you said Justin Fields. Oh, 
CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud, or Bryce Young, or Bryce Young. Young. Yeah, and they can go with either of those two guys, and absolutely, they would immediately improve that team. Um, And then, I mean, you know, it's still going to take a few years after that, but that's a better starting point than having Davis Mills. Yep. So, hundred percent, that's what the Texans' game plan is. Um, And I and I agree with you guys. That's not where the Jaguars are. They're trying to get a little bit better. They're just trying to consistently get better. So, agree with you guys, hundred percent. All right, let's move on to the AFC West. All right, the I will precurse this. Toughest division in football. Not it is. Yeah, I put, not, not even in question. I put in parentheses next to AFC West stacked. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, want me to start or do you want to start? No, th- this is like the NFC West. Two like, years ago. Two years ago. And I think even more than that. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is the craziest fucking Yeah. Division. This division is the best division in football and it has been in a long time. Each other. Um, for number one, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I think they'll just be fine. I don't think they'll. I think they'll be just fine without Tyreek. Um, however, the rest of the division is going to give them issues, um, and every single team in that division is going to give the Chiefs issues. It's not going to be a walk in the park for this, this Chiefs team like it has been when Patrick Mahomes first started. Um, I do think they go twelve and five and win the division, though. Okay, um, I'm taking Chargers going twelve and five. Okay, um, I think they made great. Um, adjustments. They need a tight end, and they drafted that one uh, tight end out of whatever fucking school it was. I don't remember. They drafted a tight end. I know that for a fact. I know that for what a round? Fact. Third round? Yeah, I think it was like the third or fourth round. But still, they added on to the uh, tight end core. They boosted up their defense, which was their biggest weakness last season. Um, I mean, dude, and they're and they did good last season, but they just blew a bunch of leads again, and they had the defense that just wasn't able to continue for the second half of the game. So, um, yeah, I think Chargers take it twelve five, and I think it's a tough twelve five. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. So, uh, <laughs> obviously, I have the Chargers at one. Yep. Um, like Kyle said, I think the biggest <clears throat> thing was the defense. Thirtieth uh, ranked rush defense in the NFL. Um, did we address like the needs with a linebacker? No, but we got Khalil Mack, which helps having Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa. We added, uh, Sebastian Joseph day. Um, I I don't like how you guys added him. It's a big, he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not great or anything. I loved him on the Rams D line. He's a big body, Mm -hmm. big body in the middle. He's not amazing. He's going to take up some space. It's going to help us out. Uh, the linebacker room (laughs) is not strong at all. Um, but we add J.C. Jackson in the secondary. He is going to miss probably the first like, first, like three weeks of the yeah. season because he just had surgery. Damn, on start 0-3. That'll be rough. That would be very rough. Um, I don't think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, week one against the Raiders is going to be a little bit less interesting now because of the Devontae Adams-J.C. Jackson matchup that I really wanted to see. Um, we're going to have to wait till like week 13 for that now, which kind of bums me out. But um, it's still going to be a great week one matchup regardless. Um, will I remember most of it? Probably not, but we're going to watch the fuck out of it. Uh, I just think we addressed the needs we, we needed to, which was on defense. Um, I think Justin Herbert takes another step forward, which is amazing because he has the record for passing yards and passing touchdowns through the first two seasons um, for uh, a quarterback in the history of the NFL. Still has Keenan Allen, still has Mike Williams, um, still has Austin Eckler, like still has a bunch of weapons. Um, we drafted more help on the offensive line to give him even more time, which is ridiculous. Um, I just think that we take the next step forward, um, and it's a bigger <coughs> step than I feel like the other teams in the division. Yeah, and I don't. They went nine and eight last season, and I don't see everything they did not getting them an extra three wins. Yeah, and I, so I have Bills at what thirteen and four. I think the Bengals go. 12 and 5 and the Chargers go 11 and 6 because of how tough this division is. Yeah. Right on. Okay. 
Second team in the AFC West. I got the Chargers. Um, and I put, as long as they fix clunky mistakes mm-hmm. and the defense is better, which it should if be. If we didn't lose to the goddamn Texans. Clunky mistakes. We won 10 games last year. Clunky mistakes. And that the defense is better, which it should be. Yeah. They'll go 11-6, and six, finish second in the division. Yeah, that's fair. So this is bold. I'm going Raiders. Wait, you have, you have Chiefs where? How, what's One. the record? Oh, 12-5. Chargers 11 11-6. Six. Six. Okay. Um, so bold, I'm going Raiders. Right on. Um, I think Raiders are going to be so much better. Um, Derek Carr, we've talked about him right now. He's the second most losingest quarterback in NFL history through seven seasons, eight seasons, whatever it was. <clears throat> they are giving him options now. I think they have star studs with, obviously, Devontae Adams. I think Renfro is a great slot receiver. And Darren Waller, obviously, one of the best tight ends in the league. Um, and they got Josh Jacobs, who hasn't been performing to his full potential, in my opinion, but I still think he's an absolute stud. And now having so many wide receiver options, um, it's going to open up the running game. Um, their defense, hopefully my, – my biggest question mark is, did the Raiders just end up losing and they end up choking in some of the worst ways? And that's not a diss to them. That's just typically what usually happens. So, But I see their offense being – very, very strong, because I do think Derek Carr is a very, very good quarterback. Um, he's just been stuck on a shit team, and I think now he's going to be able to have that time to shine. So I had Chargers going 12-5. and five. I'm going to have Raiders doing – I'll see them going an extra game and getting 11-6 and six with Devontae Adams. Okay. So I am in agreement with Kyle. I have the Raiders in my second spot at 11-6 and six as well. We finished just behind uh, the Chargers. Uh, again, it's going to be t- – oh, no, sorry. I haven't – 10 and 7 because I have the Chargers at 11 yeah, yeah, and 6. Yeah. Um, so I have 10 and 7. Again, very tough division. They'll probably <clears throat> lose three games, I'd say, in division. And then they have some tough games out of division as well. Um, so it would be interesting. I think I have them going 10 and 7. Again, agreement with Kyle 100%. Derek Carr. This is a team that made the playoffs last year and gave the team that made it to the Super Bowl such a run for their money in the wild card round. You know, almost beat the Bengals uh, on the road. So that's a, such a such a tough task, um, especially with that addition of uh, Devontae Adams. Hunter Renfro is a pretty much disrespected slot wide receiver. He 100%. just runs the exact route you need him to and gets open. Is he the flashiest guy? No. Is he you know this guy that's going to no, get consistent. deep balls all game? No, but he plays the game the right way. He gets open when you need him to. You know he's going to be there on third down, especially if Devontae Adams is double teamed. Give me Hunter Renfro all game. And what's the biggest thing for me is Darren Waller. Last year it was Darren Waller, and that's everyone knew. I had Darren Waller in fantasy. Trust me, it fucking sucked because every team was like, we're not letting Darren Waller be this. Yeah, so Hunter Renfro else. had some good games, but nothing amazing. <clears throat> and Darren Waller did nothing all fucking season. You can't do that this season with the Raiders. If you're doubling Darren Waller, you're leaving Devontae in single coverage. That's stupid. You're doubling Devontae yeah. Adams, you're leaving Darren Waller or Hunter Renfro in single coverage. They're going to get open, most likely, yeah. whoever you have against them. Um, so it's going to be tough. I think that offense is going to be very tough. Um, I've been texting with Chad, like Nate Hobbs has taken steps in that secondary. They lose Yannick Ngakwe, who didn't really do a lot for them, and they add Chandler Jones, who, if he can play consistently, not not to the week one level, but similar to that for a consistent season, and he can get you, you know, like 10 to 15 sacks. Him opposite Max Crosby is a killer defensive line. Um, their linebackers are fine. Their secondary with Nate Hobbs is like fine. Um, 
It's not amazing. It's not amazing, but, but like this is a division where I think they can get two because of those additions on offense. Yeah. Yeah. So I imagine the Raiders are your three. Yep. Yeah. Uh they are. I will go into the fourth team because Yeah, we we Kyle and I have the Chiefs at three. Yes. Yeah. 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 And we'll go into the fourth team and I and I have my opinion well, about them. However, real, my real Las quick. Vegas Raiders okay, are sorry. not mine, but Chad's Chaz. Las Vegas Raiders are in my number three. And I put him at number three, not to be a diss chat. I don't want to see a text message tomorrow or the next day saying, like, why they should be number two or number one. I don't want to hear it. I'm not disrespecting the Raiders in any way. I'm putting them third in the hardest division in football right now. Um, and I have them at a decent fucking record. So I don't want to hear it, Chad. As long I put, as long as they were, like, like you both said, as long as they are somewhat consistent throughout the season, instead of having those dry spells, they could be a problem for this division. I'm going 10 and 7 because I do see them making a, a couple mistakes because they're still, they're still the Raiders. And until they prove me wrong, I feel like they're still going to make a couple of issues down the road where they're going to lose to a team where they shouldn't lose to. Um, like Chad was – or. Like Logan was saying, I think they're still they're they're going to be a much better team. And I know 10, ten and seven um, is only what one better than what they did last season. They made the playoffs at nine and eight. The Raiders they were ten and seven. They were ten and seven last season. So same same record, but I think it's going to be a lot cleaner ten and seven than what they got done last season. And I think they're going to be a better team for it. Um, but yeah, I am going ten and seven um, just because I I still see the Raiders making a couple silly mistakes in the middle of the season. Not may, maybe not as many as they've made in the past couple of years. Um, but again, I have the Chiefs at one because it's the Chiefs, and you guys have the Chiefs at three, um, which I, I, that's fine. It's a stacked division, so it's it's kind of however you want to fucking run this division. Um, and I'm not going to argue with you guys that putting the Chiefs at three. Um, I think it's a little silly. Um, but I'm not, you know, that's, if that's where you guys want to put them, that's where you're going to put them. But it's, it's so hard to put the Raiders at a better record for me at 10 and seven when the chargers, I think are levels above the Raiders and the chiefs are levels above the Raiders. It, it's hard for me to give the Raiders that second spot when I, I believe the chiefs and chargers are levels above the Raiders still. Um, I think the Raiders are going to be a much better team. Like, like you were saying, Logan, and everything you were saying absolutely made sense. They can't double-team Waller. If they do, someone's going to be open. So teams have to either play some really, really good zone defense, but you have receivers all over that field that are going to be able to break a, a zone defense just fine. Um, but I have them going 10-7 and seven at 3, and I don't think that's a bad spot for them. Um, again, toughest division in football. It's hard to put them anywhere else. Yeah, so um, I'm going to go with the Chiefs um, at 3. Um, I could see them going nine and eight, but out of respect <laughs> for the Chiefs, I'm going ten and seven. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, reason for that is because I definitely think losing Tyreek is them losing two or three games. Uh, there's been multiple games where it was a little hail mary dump or even a fucking ten yard pass to Tyreek who made the play happen to where he went and scored and got the fucking touchdown to where he's. I've said it before. I think Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the NFL, but I think Tyreek Hill is the biggest play impactor in the NFL. 100%. Because you give him the ball, like Devontae Adams will get open, and he'll fucking, he'll get you, he'll make that catch. Tyreek will do it, but get open. Yep. And then like fucking dart off because he's so fast. So I, I can't, in my fucking heart, put them down at nine and eight because I think that's just too low for being the Chiefs. So I'm going to throw them at 10 and seven. 
And I will say it, I think all three of these teams make playoffs. Kyle and I are on the exact same wavelength here. Okay. Um, I, have, I have the Chiefs going 10-7, <clears> and seven, getting the last spot for the playoffs. I think the Raiders will have a tiebreaker. However it works out, I think they'll end up with a tiebreaker. I agree 100% that Tyreek Hill is that difference maker. And I know they added Juju Smith-Schuster. I know they added Sky Moore in the draft, and they got some good value with Sky Moore. And that makes and, and they have Miko Hardman still, and Miko Hardman could play a Tyreek Hill role, but he's not Tyreek Tyree. Hill. Yeah. And he's not going to make that difference. And even if Tyree Kill doesn't make the catch, <clears throat> probably gets pass interference because he got so open that someone tackled him in open field. Because they'd <laughs> rather tackle him and give up a 45-yard penalty than give up a touchdown. Yeah. Right? And it's tough to do that because the Chiefs are probably going to still score anyways. Um, something that concerns me is how Patrick Mahomes played in that playoff game against the Bengals. And how he kind of shut down and he didn't make a difference like you would expect him to. I'm not saying that's going to happen all season, but Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs team have been kind of have kind of shown a like nonchalantness as the season goes along. Like we're better than most teams. We lose a game here or there, doesn't make a difference. We're still going to win our division. They can't do that this year. But they haven't played like that for the last 3 years. Yeah, and, and so I don't think I don't think you can I don't think they can flip that switch and be like, okay, we're going to try for all 18, 17 games this season. Yeah. And I, I think their their motto for the last two or three seasons has been, we don't care how much you score, we'll score more. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to be able to score more on average this season. And, and also they lost Tyron Matthew, and I know Honey Badger isn't like the yep. biggest game changer but in the still, secondary. F- he made a huge difference in that secondary. Yeah, they had did. Justin Reed, who kicks field goals, and that's cool. But – it's not the same thing as having Honey Badger who just finds the ball. And I love Justin Reed. He's a great safety. I just don't trust that secondary at all nope. in a division that has They got lit weapons. up with Honey Badger. So exactly. losing him, it's only I, – yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be very interesting. I still think the Chiefs are going to have a great record, still finish 10-7, still make the playoffs. But All right, so we all have the Broncos last. Okay. So here's what I have about, about the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Let's ride. I was debating <laughs> – let's ride. Let I was debating putting them at – Either thirteen and four, whoa, or lower. Or Obviously, like, I just decided thirteen on lower. and four, or like seven and ten. <laughs> like, I and I decided lower. Like, <laughs> I decided, I decided lower. The bills. I decided lower. Look, these Denver Broncos are going to be really fucking tough. My whole thing is they're in this type of division. Uh, it's another team that's going to be. This is what I wrote. It's going to be another team that's going to be really, really tough to beat. Now that they have Russell Wilson mm-hmm. again, this division is just going to beat the shit out of each other. First season for Russ won't go completely to plan. I have him going nine and eight. <sighs> you got to think. You got to think here. You have the Broncos. They have Russell Wilson now. They have Javante Williams. Mm-hmm. They have Corlin Sutton. Corlin Sutton. They Jerry have Judy. Jerry Judy. That offense is going to be good. That defense is never going to be bad. Their offensive line is decent. Yeah, like this. This team is going to be a problem. Coming up, maybe in that's any, what I'm saying. It's probably not going to be this season, but next season, this team is going to be a fucking problem. So my thing is, I'm going to go eight and nine because I think Russell Wilson's overhyped. Uh, the second he got traded to there or signed with the Broncos, there was talks of these are Super Bowl contenders now. And I think I think the whole thing and they is went that, seven, well, seven that, and ten last here's, season. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
is that they, they come out with that because Russell Wilson has proved he's won a Super Bowl. Now, I know his last few seasons in Seattle hasn't gone to plan. Now, that's because he was living in a division that was as stacked as this one. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm, 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 that's why I didn't put him at 14. You got to kind of feel bad for Russ, right? Like, he's played, like, most of his career in, like, a division that's, like, the toughest Yeah, football. that's why I didn't put the Bronx at 13-4 and four because I was like, I looked at this division and I was like, man, three years ago, this was the NFC West. Now it's completely flip-flopped, and now the NFC West is... You know, we're, we'll all have, we'll Seahawks. We'll all have the Seahawks at number one pick. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but my whole thing is, you look at the Seahawks when they had that defense. Now I'm not saying the Broncos defense was as good as, as not nearly as good as Legion of Boom. No, but still. The, that Broncos defense is not bad. No, it's very good. He's got running backs. And He's that's, got wide receivers. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's all, that's all I said was that Russ, it, the first season for us here won't go as planned. But I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm watching for him. Yeah, that's. I'm not, I'm not looking to bet on a whole lot of Broncos games this season because they're gonna fucking worry the shit out of me all fucking season. That's the reason why season. I think the Broncos could have a very high potential. It's because he was an elite quarterback when his defense made stops. When he had the fucking Seattle defense on their tear for those three, four seasons, that's when he was on top of his game. Then once their defense completely fell apart in shambles and they lost everybody, he really hasn't been relevant since then. So he's going now to a team that has a really good defense. Mm-hmm. But again, I just think I think the hype is too much, and they are easily, in my opinion, the worst of these four teams. And I'm good chance I'm eating my fucking words mm-hmm. when they end up going fucking eleven and six. But I'm I'm gonna go eight and nine. I didn't want to disrespect them by saying they're only gonna do one game better than seven and ten last year. But I could see them going eight and nine. So I'm like Timmy. I'm going nine and eight. Like I think they'll still have a winning record because Russ is, is a good enough quarterback. He's fallen apart in the back half of the season in the last couple of years, and that kind of scares me, especially in this division where he's probably going to have like you know three of those games in the back half of the season. And if he loses all three of them, not a good look because he's probably going to lose at least one of those in the first half of the season too. Yeah. And if you go two and four in division, there's no way in hell you make the playoffs. Um, the rest of their schedule, not like too terrible. Um, so that they'll be fine, I think. Uh, but again, that defense, they have Bradley Chubb as far as pass rushers go. Really good pass rusher. Um, linebacker wise, they're fine. But in that secondary, they have Pat Sertan, who's probably the best young corner in the league. Right. Um, I, and, and that was, you know, when he didn't, when he wasn't the first corner drafted, when when the Panthers drafted J.C. Horn, I thought the Panthers were the dumbest team in football, and I still think they're the dumbest team yeah. in football for doing that because Pastor Tan significantly outplayed J.C. Horn even before J.C. Horn got injured. They also have Justin Simmons, who is arguably the best safety in football. I don't think he really is, but him, Derwin James, maybe Minka Fitzpatrick thrown in there, like those are the some of the top safeties yeah. in football. So they have a really good secondary. They have good enough pass rush. Offensively, my biggest question, I was, I was talking with somebody at work about this um, when we were talking about fantasy, and I was like, you know, I looked at Cortland Sutton, and, and I, maybe I'm giving something away here for fantasy, I don't care. Um, and I was like, you know, when, when with them signing, with them trading for Russ, I'm like, I really looked at Cortland Sutton. And then I looked at his numbers, and he scored like two touchdowns last year. I think it was, maybe it was like four. I don't care how bad your quarterback is. If you're the best receiver... In, on your team, you score more than four touchdowns. Like, that's not a debate for me. Yes, you get Russell Wilson. 
and that's fantastic. And Russell Wilson had DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett who can both take the top off of defenses and where, you know, DK is a huge receiver. Tyler Lockett just blows by people and runs great routes. I think Jerry Judy is that guy that runs those great routes and yeah, can get wheels. open. Yeah. And Cortland Sutton is that big target that can get open downfield and you can probably throw him some jump balls. But it's not the same level as Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. And it's fine, but it's not the same level. Yeah, dude. And the Seahawks went running back by committee, and it didn't matter who was back there. They're getting them touches. They're getting good yards. doesn't really matter. And Javante Williams is obviously a better running back than I think anyone that the, Steelers, the, the uh, Seahawks have right now. Um, or the, sorry, than the uh, – you know, yeah, Javante Williams, better running back than anyone that the Seahawks have. So, like, cool. He gets an upgrade in running back room. He can catch the ball in the backfield. He carries defenders. That's all awesome. I just don't think it's enough in this division. Yeah, Sutton Sutton isn't running 95 yards to tackle Buda Baker. No, he's not. <laughs> he's, he definitely he's not catching up to him. Uh, and just like Tim said, I think it's going to take probably a year of adjustment. When you're a quarterback switching entire offensive schemes, not only is he switching from the Seahawks to the Broncos, they also bring in Nathaniel Hackett from the Packers to be an entirely new offense. So he's learning like almost like double new offense. Like the whole team is learning a new offense and Russ is learning like an entirely new offense as a quarterback. It's, yeah. it's kind of tough. Um, so I think it's going to be interesting. I think they're going to finish that nine and eight, just miss out on playoffs. Um, yeah. They'll be a good team though. And maybe two years from now, they're going to be one of those contenders, especially because I think maybe Derek Carr takes a step back. Like, not saying he definitely will, but like I could see Russ staying at the level he's at, and he's got such young receivers in Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, that they continue to improve. And the Raiders are at like Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams. Don't think he's going to get much better than he already is. Derek Carr, I don't see con- like improving either. Yeah. So it's I think maybe the Broncos could overtake the Raiders, depending on how the Chiefs do, depending on the Chargers do. I could see it happening in the future, but right now this season, I have them finishing last, going yeah. nine and eight. And here, that, that's my thing. Like I told you guys when I started with the Broncos, I could see them winning this division, and I still can. It was hard, but that's the thing. Like if I have the Broncos winning the division, that means I'm putting the Raiders last, and that's hard because yeah. the Raiders. My my coworker has, right now I think are a better team than Broncos, but I think the Broncos could be an absolute problem. Could create complete animosity in the AFC West, where even even if it's even if it's Chargers one, I could see the Broncos going two with a with a good they season. Could. They could. That's what I'm saying with this they team. This could. team is a problem for this division. Yes. That's 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 what I come up with. That's why I came up with it. The reason they're a problem. Is because it's so hard to put the him somewhere. Unpredictability. The unpredictability that they have Russell Wilson, the offense they have, and they have a decent defense. Um, it's just they're going to be an absolute problem. I put him at four because I that's that's what I think. But I can also see them winning the division or going two or yes. going three. The Broncos have the like lowest floor. And one of the highest ceilings, like probably tied for highest ceilings as far as the AFC West goes. No one's gonna be mad at the Broncos if they go fucking seven and ten. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They it's could like go seven first and ten. Season, and he'd be like, hey, I just learned this offense. Yeah. Wait for me next year. They could go yep. twelve and five. They could go thirteen and four. But they also could go seven and ten. They're the only team in this division I think has that like giant range of how they could yeah. perform this season. Every other team, I'm like very confident they're gonna at least be good. Yeah. But the oh, Broncos, yeah, I could sure. see being not good this year. Yeah. But. 
not farther than that, like seasons beyond this, I would be surprised if they weren't. And so my, so my coworker has a hot topic uh, or hot take, uh, early prediction that Derek Carr wins MVP. That's wrong. So, <laughs> so he said, "Hey, who? What quarterbacks? Because he think he's very confident Derek Carr will throw over five thousand passing yards this season." Mm-hmm. Boy, what did he throw here, last no, year? Here, here's the thing. I don't know. Here's the thing: five thousand yards in seventeen games isn't as hard as a feat as it okay, used to be. No. So, what quarterbacks? And just in the AFC, won't get into NFC. What, what quarterbacks in the AFC do you think are going to throw five thousand yards? Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. I don't think Patrick Mahomes will. Josh I, Allen. I, I think Patrick Mahomes will because his running game is not that great. So I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Josh Allen will. He's got Stefan Diggs. I don't think he's going to throw 5,000 yards. He threw 4,400 last year, and Gabe Davis, I think, takes a step forward this year. Justin Herbert threw 5,000 yards last year. No, yeah, I think Herbert's one of them. Patrick Mahomes threw for 4,839. That was with Tyreek Hill, so probably takes a step back. I think legitimately Justin – I think Justin Herbert – What did Derek throw – Derek, what did Derek throw last year? Who do you have last year? Uh, okay, Derek I, I, don't, I don't for, care about threw, adding Devontae Adams. That's 40, not going to huh? – 48. Okay, so, uh, yeah, that's possible. And I'm not saying 200 yards over the pa- over the span of 17 games isn't that, like, unachievable. But if you look at 16-game seasons, the amount of quarterbacks that weren't even close to hitting – 5,000 where they were at 4,300. Okay. Add another game in where they can throw yeah. another 300. No, yeah, yeah. 400, yeah, so yeah. I don't think 5,000 is not – that's not that big of an accomplishment okay, to you, me anymore. You named, you named two quarterbacks. I think Josh Allen. I think but that's, Justin that's just Herbert. I think Joe Burrow throws for 5K this year. I think Joe Burrow throws for 5K this year. Joe Burrow threw for 46 last yeah, year. Yeah, I think Patrick Mahomes can in this year. In 16 games. No, he didn't last year, but I think he can this year. I think, yeah, Derek Carr give him that. Fuck it, throw the Broncos in there with that fucking receiving core that they have. They could do it. High high potential for that Broncos. You offense. know what I mean? Like they fucking Lamar Jackson. He's not I don't even think he's a passer. He's he not can do he's it. Not gonna throw for five thousand. Yeah. He doesn't have the weapons. But uh Gimme Tua. <laughs> like, no, it's not gonna happen, yeah. but two or three. Oh, so what I'm saying is yeah, that that's, is, isn't that it, it's not I understand crazy. what you're saying. I okay. agree with you. So yeah, yeah I think there's well, other just bypass guys. This, we're not gonna yeah, agree on this. Because Derek Carr also threw for one less touchdown than Justin Herbert last year and one fewer interceptions. So it's like him and Justin Herbert were on par. You add him, you give him Devontae Adams. Yeah, I can see his numbers going up. Would I would I Pick him as MVP when I could understand, no. like, oh, no. well, yeah, he had improved numbers because he had Devontae Adams. That doesn't make him a better player. Yeah, no. He just had better weapons. Yeah, and this will – well, I mean – His I, numbers are going to go up, yeah, and that's fine. And, but yeah, I would, that's, what gonna, that's what it's going to be based off of. I'd rather give Devontae Adams MVP. <clears throat> Justin Herbert threw for 5K yards, didn't even make the playoffs. Okay. So Derek Carr can make, could throw for 5K and not even make the playoffs. Okay. Okay. It's going to depend on how well the Raiders I don't know do. What that is. Okay, uh, okay. I just want to make sure we know this. I'm not saying that he's going to. No, you said it was a hot take your coworker had. Yeah, right. Is and he it, listening? He's probably wrong. Not. I hope Fuck he's him. listening because he's wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he's probably not. Sorry, not, not, Chad. Not I'm not trying to be not, a dick yeah, about yeah, Derek Carr. Not on you, Chad. I just don't think Derek Carr is going to win MVP. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's That's a tall task <laughs> to win MVP. Yeah. Dude, All right. So now we're moving on. Moving on to some playoffs. I mean, I think he could do just as good as Aaron Rodgers did a year ago. Last well, year. To be fair, Aaron Rodgers didn't have like amazing numbers last year. Like he had, and he still won MVP. Yeah. So I'm saying, if the Raiders were to do a deep playoff run, he threw they'll, over they'll, they'll, the, NFL, the NFL will pick someone over Derek Carr. They they'll will. pick someone like Aaron Rodgers. They're or not going to let Derek Carr be MVP. No, unless unless Patrick Mahomes throws for six K and like can 
45 touchdowns and two interceptions. You know, like Derek Carr, that's the thing. Like, they would have to, he would have to have an amazing season, or else they're just going to pick someone like Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. Justin, Her- like, they would pick like Justin, Her- if Justin Herbert and Derek Carr have similar years, I think they would pick Justin Herbert because he's more of a face of the NFL than Derek Carr. They'd rather have somebody that it's like, we can stick with this guy for the next six years. Yep. As opposed to Derek Carr, who maybe next year doesn't replicate this performance. Okay. okay. So, division winners, we all have the same three and then you change out uh oh okay so my number one seed i'll go i'll go over my seeds for so that you can put them in okay well, yeah you, already, yeah you already, i think you oh you already did yeah i already have them. okay record, yeah. Cool. cool well yeah and by record so you have uh the bills and then you have the oh you have the Bengals at two no i've got the chiefs at, chiefs two, at two Bengals at three Bengals at three colts at four okay those are my my top four seeds uh number five is the chargers number six is the raiders number seven is the dolphins um, I have not been keeping track of. I I took notes on it. I have I have, yeah. I have my whole thing, so you're all good. I'm pretty sure. Logan, I don't think I had anybody I, going 13 and four. I think I Logan, Logan, you, have, you have the Raiders at five, six. six, six, and the Chargers at five, right? Yeah, and yeah. Chargers, Chargers at five, seven. Raiders six, Bengals at seven, Bengals at two. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Chiefs at two, Bengals at three. Yes, sorry, sorry. and then Colts at four. Yes. Okay. So Kyle obviously has Bills at one. Um, I believe you. Wait, I only took them getting like eleven wins. Oh, so you have the Bengals at one? I don't. I don't know. I, no, I think. I, I, I think I, I the just, Chargers is the one seed. I just said I haven't been tracking anything. I think I had Bengals going like twelve and five. I That's why we need you to take notes. So who do you think has tiebreaker between the Bengals and the Chargers? They play each other. Like Chargers. Yeah. Chargers okay. one seed. Okay. So you have Chargers at one, Bengals at the two. You have the Chiefs at the, or sorry, the uh, Bills at the three, and you have the Colts at your. I think so. Yeah. Uh, okay. So get this all in here really quick. Sorry. Um, Come on, dude. <laughs> and then who are your three wild card teams? Your two seeds that you have are the Ravens, Dolphins, Titans, Raiders. But you think the Raiders and the Chiefs both make the playoffs? So who do you think is that third playoff or third wild card team between the Ravens, Dolphins, and Titans? If it had to be between those three, going to go the Ravens. Okay, and do you think they finish above, in between, or below the Raiders and the Chiefs? I don't know. Did you take down all the records? Yes. No, I didn't take down the records. Oh, I thought you did. Okay. Oh, see, I did. Okay. So that's okay. why. I, that's so why I have my list okay. completely set. I have my entire playoff picture set. Well, I wasn't keeping track of what everyone was saying for. Yeah. Records. No, no, that's fine. But that I, you know. I'm just letting you know I did my homework. Okay, realistically, so you have Raiders above the Chiefs. <laughs> so do you have the Ravens as – do you have it Ravens at five, Raiders six, Chiefs seven? Do you have Raiders at five? I'll put Ravens above Chiefs. So Raiders at five. Raiders, Ravens, Chiefs. Okay. Fuck. Okay. And you got, your, you got yours figured I out. I have mine, yeah. Okay, okay. so uh, Timmy, your first – your wild card matchups, uh, you have the two-seed Chiefs. Yep. Versus the Dolphins as the seven seed. Yep, I can imagine who you have moving forward. I've got the I, I look. Tool puts in a decent performance. Uh, Chiefs still get them thirty-one seventeen. This is gonna be your matchup. Uh, so your next matchup you have is gonna be three-six, which is Bengals Raiders. Yep. Um, great rematch. It's gonna be another amazing rematch. I am super sorry, Chad. I'm going with Joe Burrow beating you guys by one. It's gonna be twenty-four twenty-three. That's your three C moving on. Okay, so now you have uh, what was that four or five? Yep. Uh, you have the Colts and the Chargers. 
Another amazing game, very offensive heavy. Yes. I think the Chargers beat the Colts 34 to 31. Okay. Oh, that's, I like the score predictions too. Um, okay. So that, that's, I'm all written down here. that's Timmy's wild card. He's got the Chiefs beating the Dolphins, Bengals beating the Raiders, and the Chargers uh, with the only upset it looks like in the wild card yep. round. Uh, so, Kyle, your matchups are Bengals Chiefs. Bengals is the two seed, Chiefs is the seven seed. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Okay. Bengals, uh, again, that's another rematch from last year's playoffs. That was the AFC champion. No, semifinals. Divisional round, right? Bengals Chiefs, because of the Chiefs and the Bills played in the. No, it was Chiefs and Bengals in the championship game, conference championship game. Okay, so it was rematch the conference championship game. So the Bengals moving on again. Um, you got your three six is the Bills and the Ravens. I'll go with the Bills. Bills is the three seed. Okay, fantastic. Uh, and that leaves you with your four five of the Colts and the Raiders. I'm gonna go with the Colts. Okay. Hey. Sorry, Chad. I would have had you guys beating the Colts. Okay. <laughs> Not the Bengals though. All right, don't look at mine. Stop. <laughs> get out of here get out of here alright so I obviously also have the Bills as my one seed um, that leaves me with Bengals Chiefs uh, just like Kyle as my 2-7 um, I have the Bengals moving on um, again Joe Burrow that offensive line is improved the rest of the team is essentially the same they gotta move on against the Chiefs they got sacked nine again, times and still won and, and yeah, they got sacked nine times, still won, and they have a better offensive line. Um, again, I also think the Chiefs are taking a step back, so I'm going to have the Bengals moving on uh, as my two seed. I got Chargers, Raiders in my three six. Um, again, just like Kyle, I have the Ravens, Raiders, and Chiefs all as my wild card teams. I have the Ravens as my five. I have the char- the Chiefs and the uh, or sorry, the, yeah, the Raiders and the Chiefs as my six seven with the same record. Raiders are going to have the tiebreaker. Yeah, They're yeah, going to finish. Yeah, the Chiefs or Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not listening no. correctly. So, yeah. Raiders, Chiefs is my 6-7. Same record. Raiders have the tiebreaker to their 6. Chiefs are 7. And the only reason I have the Ravens ahead of them is because their division is slightly easier than the other two teams in the AFC West. Um, so, I have Chargers, Raiders as a you know divisional matchup, which I think is going gonna, is gonna to happen. If you have three of these teams oh, yeah, from the same division, the you're going to have it. It's just like last year with the with the Rams and the Niners. Like They're yeah. going to play again. I, yeah. The Rams played the Cardinals and the Sorry, Niners. Sorry, yeah. You have the Rams, the Cardinals, Cardinals, and the, the second Niners. round. Like, <laughs> it's going to happen. So, I have the Chargers, Raiders in the, in the, in the uh, wild card round. Of course, I have the Chargers moving on. Again, I, I just think this team has taken enough steps to move on this year. Um, and then my 4-5 is the Colts and Ravens. And I have the Ravens. I have the Ravens moving on. Um, I just think they're if this is all contingent on the Ravens staying healthy. <laughs> this is all yeah. contingent. If they didn't have all those injuries in the running back room, if if they didn't have those injuries in the secondary, how could this team, you know, how good could this team have been? I don't know. But I think if they can all stay healthy with Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphreys in that secondary running back room stays healthy. Their wide receivers aren't amazing, but they added another tight end in Isaiah Likely in the third round that played amazing in the preseason. That's fucking great for them. Um, they're going to run the ball. They're going to look amazing. So I have the Ravens moving on. Right. So that leaves us with our divisional matchups. Timmy, you have the Bills and the Chargers. Yep. Another, Imagine, another amazing game. I have the Bills beating the Chargers here 38-34. to 34. Yeah. Uh, and Damn. Then yeah, it's going to be a great game. Oh, absolutely. I, I would imagine it's going to be a great game. Uh, your second division matchup is Chiefs Bengals. I have Chiefs getting revenge 28 24. Okay. All right. And then, Kyle, that leaves you, your division matchups, is the Chargers and the Colts. Chargers. Okay. And yeah, then you, I, I think that'll be 28 21. Okay. And then you have <laughs> Bengals Bills as your second division matchup. Uh, That's tough. That I think would be such a fun game. I'm going to go with Bengals. Um, I don't I, think I, the I, Bengals 
get back to the Super Bowl. So I think, I, yeah, I'm but gonna you're like, gonna, you're, you have the Chargers going to the Super Bowl, obviously. And I'm going to have the Bengals because I think they're just going to have the overall better offense in that game. Um, and I still think it'll be high scoring. And yeah, we'll go, uh, you know, 35, 31. Okay. It's on. Uh, my division matchup is Bills Ravens. I have the Bills winning that. I think it'll, they'll, they'll probably stomp the Ravens if I had to take a guess. Um, and then I have Bengals Chargers. Um, not a playoff rematch, but a rematch from their regular season game last season. That was very fun to watch. Uh, it was pretty back and forth. Um, I'm obviously going to, again, have the Chargers here. Um, I think just the steps they took forward on defense or, and, and the fact that Justin Herbert, I think, takes a step forward. I don't think the Bengals have anything cornerback-wise that can stop Keenan Allen or Mike Williams, and Justin Herbert can probably pick them apart, um, especially with an improved offensive line. Um, and the defense will do enough, especially with J.C. Jackson back and healthy. Derwin James will do his part. I think the Chargers move on. Um, so, Timmy, your AFC Championship game, Bills-Chiefs, so, a rematch of the division round from last year, which yours was the best game of all of football last year. Yours will be a storybook. That's how it turns out. Chiefs beat the Bills 38-24. Damn. Timmy, got the Chiefs back in the Super Bowl. Yep. And by Molly Wampin' the Bills. 38-24 by six points. That's Molly Wampin'? 38-24? That's 14 points. 30, or I said 34, sorry. 34 to 28. Okay, 34 to 28. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Okay, that's a close game. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking two times. And I was like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> and I was like, wait, did I say that? Yeah, yeah I must have. So, yeah, Timmy's got the Chiefs in his in the Super Bowl representing the AFC. Kyle, you got Chargers Bengals in the uh, championship game. Dude, I love the confidence of Burrow. Dude, I just, but I think the Chargers. The I think the Chargers defense is going to be the difference maker in that game. I think the Chargers are going to have a very good defense to match up, and so I think that they end up winning twenty-eight twenty-four. Okay, solid. Um, so my AFC Championship game is Bills Chargers. I'm taking the Bills. What a fake ass fucking fan, dude. Yeah, listen, hear me what out. What a on fake this. ass fan. How do you how? How do you have – when we talk about NFC, NFC, Cal, and if you don't have the Packers going to the Super Bowl, because you're supposed to. It's your team. I don't know how my seeds are going to match up, but if it ends up being Packers and Niners, that's the only time I'm going to pick the Niners. <laughs> because I that's don't fair. fucking lose. That's fair. You guys but, don't know how to yeah, pick the dude, We got no wide receivers, and we're going to the bowl, dude. <laughs> yeah. So the reason I say this is – Cool, yeah, talk it. Okay, god damn it, Tim. You just, just – Dude, the Bills just don't have the offense that they sh- like. They still win games; they're still great, but they don't have the offense to. What compete. it comes down to me is the experience at quarterback, and Justin Herbert has no playoff experience. Period. And Josh Allen has been in the playoffs multiple times; has gone deep runs in the playoffs. I think it's going to make a difference. This is still an amazing season for the Chargers to make it to the AFC Championship game after not making it to the playoffs at all in Justin Herbert's first two years. And Justin Herbert's such a young quarterback that I think going forward it means a lot for this team. I just don't see. I don't. You're saying all the right things. uh I don't. (laughs) I don't see it replicating that Joe Burrow magic of a guy in his second year. It'll be Herbert's third year. First playoff run, and you make the the Super Bowl. I just don't. That's not realistic. I think Josh Allen has been there, and this Bills team has been there so many times that they're going to finally break down that last wall and make it to the Super Bowl this year. I think I, they've been I just, so close the last two years. I just don't think they have enough to beat the Chargers. 
Are, and I'm not, and I'm not <clears> saying that they're a better team than the Chargers. I'm just saying when it comes down to playoff matchup, to I think the Bills would have home field in this matchup as well because I have them as a one seed. If the Chargers oh, have to go to fucking Buffalo in January or you know try to play this game, that's significantly harder than playing this game in LA. You 100%. have you have them playing the Bengals as the home team. Yeah. That's a significantly different matchup. Yeah, if you're if we're playing in Buffalo, that's Josh Allen loves that. That Bills team loves that. This Charger team probably fucking would hate to play in the snow in front of Bills Mafia. I think there's more to it than just the Chargers are a better team than the Bills. It's experience. It's where they're playing. It's the moment of it. I do have the Bills. I I didn't see that coming. I didn't either, man. That, that with how with shock. how good they are too, I I didn't see that coming. Yeah, that's okay. crazy. So we have uh, we have three different representatives from the AFC in the Super Bowl. Tim has the Chiefs, Kyle has the Chargers, I have the Bills. Probably be flipped of what you would think, but that is where we're at right now. Uh, so that's AFC. It'll uh, be the Steelers. Dude, I just fuck. <laughs> It'll be like the Steelers. If it's the Steelers, <laughs> I'll slip my wrists on camera. That that was a little much. Whoa, but. dude! <laughs> Whoa, dude! Please make he it horizontal. Did, he, we don't want to lose you. <laughs> he did say Steelers were going to win like four games. So I, know I said six. A six? Okay, yeah. He does not think they're going to win the Super Bowl. No, though. they're definitely not. That's one fucking new NFC now, dude. Yeah, we're gotta next wait, week. Got to wake a week, dude. Yeah, next week we're doing NFC. We could have just foregone sports news and just done AFC and NFC and just done a whole Yeah, but that's preview. not weird. We're going to just skip sports news. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right so next, we got NFC, uh, and we'll uh, figure out what our Super Bowl matchup looks like, and we'll predict our Super Bowl winners as well. Um, so let's move on to uh, Boom and Bust. Tell yep. me, what do you have? Two and two. Two and two. I got two and two. I was close to having three and one, but I got two. I and almost two. had one and three. Hey, you guys are allowed to do whatever you guys got, but you know. nah, it worked out better this way. Okay. Uh, my first boom is Dennis Robin. Solid. <laughs> Uh, he's going to Russia to seek release of Brittany Griner. <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably get it. Him and Putin are fucking like this. That's what I'm saying, dude. Boom, boom with the Dennis. Bring Brittany home, Dennis. He's like, hey, my boy. Yeah. yeah. Let her go. <laughs> and that's Putin's like, all right, you got <laughs> yeah. it. Like, that's all it's going to take. Yeah, I hope they have a secret handshake. He, he, he said, I got permission to go to Russia to help that girl. Got permission from who? <laughs> I don't he know. He doesn't need permission. Doesn't even say Brittany Griner <laughs> to get that girl. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got it okay to go help that girl, dude. Yeah. That, dude, Dennis Rodman. He's going to walk into the prison. Shoddy. You're not my guy. Where you at? You're not my guy, but you know what? Booming to you, man. You go to you go to Russia. You'll probably forget that Brittany Griner is there, and you'll probably drink a lot of vodka with Putin, and you have a great time. He's going to have a fucking weed pen. <laughs> He's going to get locked up. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get back. Oh God! No, like, Putin, I thought we were cool. Because that's what I wanted you to think. <laughs> now I got two of you. <laughs> two of you. I got two of you. All right. All right. My first boom is going to be kangaroos. Uh, residents of a small town in Australia are afraid to leave their homes and can no longer enjoy their afternoon walks because the area has been overran with kangaroos. So booming, dude. That's fair. I wouldn't want to go on a walk. If I walked out kangaroos my door and saw like, a kangaroo, I would just assume it's going to attack me. There's just two me. of them fucking popping up on their tails, dude. Yeah, kangaroos are like bunnies in Australia. Dude. Yeah, there's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. they're a fuck ton. Yeah, and, and it, it's scary because they could jack your shit at any time. <laughs> yeah, 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 because they're not as cute as a bunny. Dude. No, no, they'll fuck you up. They'll mess your day up. That's terrifying. All right, my uh, first boom is going to be Albert Pujols. Um, so, like Kyle said, he hit 691. To get uh, second 
total bases. He's at 693 home runs as of right now. Um, he needs to hit one home run every six games for the rest of the season to become the fourth member of the 700 club. I don't think he gets it. I think he does because he's hit about five home runs in he's, his last six games. He's been on a tear, dude. They are juicing balls so he gets there, and I'm <laughs> all for it. He didn't He didn't have the steroids. No. Nope. He's not Barry Bonds, right? He didn't get that extra juice. He might have at some point in his life. Maybe, but he was never, so, so, so never caught. Like, never caught. So it's like seven home runs in like 36 games or whatever? It's uh, seven home runs in 42 games. 42 games. Or 41 games, I think, is how much they yeah. have left exactly. Um, but like I said, he's had like, Maybe. in the last like five games, he's had two games with two home runs. He hit, he hit like the game-deciding home run against, I think, the Cubs like yeah, he's a fucking, two he's days an ago. He's an Angels legend, dude. They're going to they're gonna just give him four seamers over the heart of the plate <laughs> until he gets a 700, and then he'll strike out every at-bat after that. But he's going to get to 700. Because he deserves it. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't get to 700 this season, he should come back next season. And I don't care oh, how many games to, it yeah. takes him. If, he, if he's at 698, just play until you hit two home runs and then retire midseason. I yeah, don't care. Dude. Get to 700, dude. Because he can still do it. And someone, you know, some 20-year-old kid that loved watching Albert Pujols, you know, when he was growing up is going to be like, here you him. go, bud. <laughs> yeah. Hit it off me. I'll be glad, <laughs> yeah. you know. I'm sure he'll get to 700. Uh, just boom into him. Four members. Like, there's only three right now in the 700 club. Do you know who? who um, it's Hank Aaron, Barry Bonds, and. Uh, Sammy Sosa? Mm, Babe Ruth? No, I forgot who it was. Vladimir no, Guerrero? It is. Babe, yeah, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. So, Barry Bonds at 762, Hank Aaron at 755, Babe Ruth at 714. Dude. Just get in there, man. Just get me. He, and, and You got to pass Babe Ruth. He's at 693. Right now, like it's it it's it's seven home runs. Like you gotta get twenty two. You just that's all you gotta do, man. Just get to seven hundred, and then you can retire, and it's amazing. And he'll he's obviously already a first ballot Hall of Famer, but like there's another level to it, yeah, and that dude. ball is gonna go for so much money to get back into the Hall of Fame, and that's great too. You know, whoever catches that, um, just I think when he gets to six ninety nine, everyone's gonna be watching Cardinals games, and they should already because Cardinals surprisingly very good team. Yeah, they're doing pretty good, right? Surprisingly, they're a very good team. I think it's even more more reason to watch them. That'd be cool. Um, so yeah, boom and Albert Pools. Timmy, second boom. All right, goats. This is a two article piece because um, goats are just fucking booming, big okay. time booming. Okay. Um, one, Davis County homeowner finds multiple goats fiddling around on their roof. So goats are able to now get onto roofs. <laughs> oh yeah. Have you seen Have you seen goats in trees? Oh yeah, yeah. They go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So goats are, are climbing new heights, we could say, right? Yeah. Tree to a house, big step. I couldn't tell if that was condescending. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell either. It is a step up. Yeah, what's up, dude? Okay. I'm glad you have your fucking favorite team losing. Could have fell from the tree onto the roof. Okay. Could have been a step down. Other thing about goats. That's a tall tree. There are a lot. There are some that tower over houses. Yeah, I haven't seen a goat in a redwood, but... Yeah, but it was. I will bring you, I will bring you the news story. I will bring you the news story, asshole. Little fucking piece of shit. Okay. Hope the Bills fucking rinse you. Hope it's not even close. Hope it's fucking forty-eight to fucking ten. Okay, and then man chops off his own penis <laughs> while dreaming of slaughtering goat. Dude, so so goats are. 
are turning people on so hard that dudes are now cutting off their penis. He, he thought he was cutting off a, like a goat's head, but in reality, it was in his just dream. penis. Yeah. Oh my god. No, no, just he wanted to fucking kill a goat, and he was like, he thought that just he's like, oh, this will make me hard. Jesus Christ, um, dude, goats are booming. <laughs> goats, dude. Goats. Right. What's your first? Dude, bus? they're on your roofs. They're in your fucking Kyle, dreams, what's dude. Your second, boom? my second right. boom is gonna be Darius Beast Mode Flowers, uh, MMA fighter gets his first round finish via the Tombstone Pile Driver. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, uh, some skinny white dude um, dislocates his shoulder because uh, Beast Mode just comes down and slams him with the pile driver. And he's on top of him for like a little bit, and you can't really see too much going on. And he looks at his coaches, and he's like, it's out! It's out! <laughs> and then, you know, he taps, and they stop the fight, because he just dislocated his shoulder how he came down. So, I mean... Yeah, it was, it was dude, like the first on. standing 69 finish in an MMA fight <laughs> I've ever seen. Literally, like Tombstone Pile Drivers. It's yeah. just a standing 69. Bam! Dropping down, dislocated his shoulder. So, right. boom into beast mode. What's your second boom, Logan? Uh, the Savannah, no, Savannah Bananas. Uh, I'm sure we've all seen clips of the Savannah Bananas. Oh, yeah, their uh, celebration? No, not just a celebration. They are, so they were playing in the Coastal Plain League, and they are leaving the Coastal Plain League to become the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. Nice. They're just going to go on a world tour, and they're just going to play their style of baseball against whatever 11 guys want to come out on the field against them, and they're going to play with flaming bats, guys on stilts, guys in the splits. They're going to twerk on home plate. They're going to have the best goddamn time of their lives and make so much more money than they would in single-A baseball. Yeah. And I'm so happy for them. Yeah. Those guys aren't worrying. They figured it out. They're like, how likely is that I make the MLB? Like a 0.0001% chance. What if we're just so – like, you know, we're we're still good at baseball. We're better than most people at baseball if you're making it single-A. What if we just have a fucking blast playing yeah, baseball? Yeah, like when they travel the world, they're not going to find a pickup team of 11 that's going to beat them on average. No, it, it, and it's probably going to be the, what are they, the Washington Generals that the Globetrotters play against? It's like the Washington yeah, Generals. Yeah, It's just a team that travels against them the whole time. And it's just the same team of and 11. that team gets that, paid. Yeah, that team also gets played. Another group of 11 guys in single A that are like, I'm probably not going to make the MLB, but <laughs> yeah. I can make way more money doing this. Yep. All for it. Yeah. Fat boom. All for it. All right, Timmy's first bust. Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy. Who? Whoa. Uh, Buckle in. I've never seen a goat in a redwood. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Logan's a little shithead. That was was cool. How, How dare you? How dare you? Especially Rory McIlroy. Especially Rory McIlroy. Tiger Woods, you just turned out a bunch of money. But how dare you as well. But Rory McIlroy, how fucking dare you? So Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy are out here just doing their fucking thing, huh? They're coming out with a whole new fucking league. And guess who it's partnered with? The PGA Tour. Yeah, of course it is. Rory and Tiger. Yeah, if you guys headline something, yeah, then Jay Monahan's going to be like, oh, 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 oh. How fucking dare you? TGL is an innovative golf league in partnership with the PGA Tour, fusing advanced tech and live action in prime time. 
The league will launch with six teams, each consisting of three PGA Tour players. Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy are the first two golfers committed to compete. Yeah, well, it came out fucking yesterday, so they didn't grab anyone. I bet the third one's going to be Justin fucking Thomas because he likes league. to uh, 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 with Tiger Woods and Rory. So, yeah. Justin Thomas, throw him in there. Now, yeah, you'll have some great players in there. The custom-built arena will combine a data-rich virtual course with the state-of-the-art short game complex. TGL will offer a high-tech, high-energy fan experience with fans sitting greenside. The inaugural TGL, TGL season will kick off January 24th with the 15-match regular season, followed by playoffs and championship match. Now, I get it. It's not a league that's competing with the PGA Tour like Liv is. Okay, and I get it. it's a Monday night league. It'll be like a little fun thing, and I'm sure I'll tune in because Tiger Woods, some TV fucking company is gonna fucking just absolutely get ass raped by Tiger Woods for this. ABC, ESPN, ABC. It'll just be it'll just be fucking disgusting how much Tiger Woods will get paid for this fucking TV Amazon deal, huh? Amazon, Amazon, maybe. Let's talk about it. However, you know what I want to talk about? What a piece of shit, Rory McIlroy. Because apparently there's gonna be some big ass purses. So all the players that left, and Rory McIlroy's like, oh, these guys are just like fucking giving up. No, dude. Rory, they're not, they weren't giving up. They didn't know that they were going to get fucking suspended. That wasn't a part of their contract. We went over this. That's not a part of a contract of a PGA Tour. Oh, you can't go play in the European Tour, because guess what? And Anybody can go play in the European Tour if you get fucking invited. Colin Morikawa won the fucking, the, the European Cup. And so have you. And you've won the FedEx Cup. So you've made fucking millions upon millions upon millions of dollars within both fucking leagues. But as soon as another player is going like, hey, you know what? They're offering me a shit ton of money, and I like to go make money in both leagues. And now you're just going to shit on them? The only reason you're shit on them is because it's Saudi Arabia, and it's fucking, what, dirty fucking money? But guess what, dude? Who gives a shit? Those guys are getting what they deserve, and they're making money. I hope they get back on the PGA Tour with all the fucking lawsuits that are coming out. I hope they get back on the PGA Tour, and they kick fucking your ass. Fuck you both. I'm not going to cancel Tiger Woods because I can't do that. But I'll cancel you, Rory. Fuck you. And I understand. My whole thing is I understand it's not like a competing league. So that's the whole thing. It's not a competing league because it's happening on Mondays. And it's just a little thing. But it's the fact that they that all the top PGA Tour players had this meeting. And I'm sure you guys heard about it. They had that mm-hmm. fucking meeting. Mm-hmm. It was Tiger, Rory, and the top 20 guys on the PGA Tour. That's who it was <laughs> in that meeting. And it was about this. It wasn't about... It, and the whole thing was, how are you going to combat live? And so they came out with fucking this. And so it, it's not about like, hey, let's stick together, guys. It's like, hey, my name's Tiger Woods. Oh, hey, my name's Rory McIlroy. We're here to bring you guys a new experience where we can also make a lot of money. Did they pitch it like Step But the guys that aren't in the fucking, the top 20 still don't make a shit ton of money. So fuck them, you know, because like the guys that were in the top 20 that left, they're making a shit ton of money. They're making way more money than we are right now. So how are we going to combat this? Well, hey, my name's Tiger Woods and I can get money from anybody. That's fair. So like I'll get deals, I'll get sponsorships, I'll get a shit ton of money flowing up. And guess what? You'll just go have to hit no fucking mat. And it's a virtual thing. So you hit into a mat, Mm -hmm. it's not even a real course, and then like... We'll strike TV deals. There'll be fans everywhere because my name is Tiger Woods. And guess what? My name is Tiger Woods, so we'll make a lot of money. And guess what? My name's Tiger Woods, and I'll make the most money. Yeah. Guess who's going to make the second most money? Rory. Oh, hey, my name's Rory, <laughs> and I'm from Northern Ireland. Fuck you both. Fuck you both. <clears throat> so I was going to say, I do think Tiger des- deserves a little bit more diss towards him. My Be- name's Tiger Woods. 
because I again we I don't like I don't want to sound like a broken record, but because we talked about this so much, but the PGA made this something that it did not have to be. No, it literally would have been like a oh okay cool you paid them a bunch. Cool. Thanks, thanks for paying our yeah, players. Yeah, those don't count towards the FedEx Cup points, anyone that you play over there. If you were just going to go over there and make your money, and that's yeah. cool, and they'll come back here for the and game. play Nashes whatever you want. And I mean, people still tune in to see Phil Mickelson play. Like that's my like that's one of my dad's favorites. So yeah, he goes, hey, I want to watch Tiger. I want to watch Phil. Like it's still a player that they watch. So like he would have come back and played with the PGA that he's played with for twenty fucking years, thirty years. I think he's been playing since like the nineties. So it's like this guy's been playing forever. And like these are all players that have made a name in the PGA and that want to play with you guys. And you said, Well, if you guys make money over there, you can't play here. But why? Yeah. That's that's literally what it comes down to is just simple as why. Why did this get so blown out of proportion? They made it a bigger deal than it was. Yeah, and now they came up with the worst thing I've ever heard. Like, they're like, oh, hey, we're going to pay these people hundreds of millions of dollars to or tens of millions of dollars. To not compete in PGA Tour. Instead of increasing the purses for PGA Tour events, we're going to make another league. That's just a gag. Where we offer huge purses where it's not them actually playing a full 18 yeah, it's just holes a gag. of golf. Not you even know? full 18 holes. You're not playing a full four rounds of 18 holes of golf. And You're it's playing. all virtual. Yeah, it's all virtual. So Just I, throw on your VR headset and yeah. whoever gets the highest score wins. And, like, and it's, yeah, it's just e-golf. And I'm confused because they said it's going to be, what, it's going to be six three-man teams, 15 regular season matches. That's 15 weeks, right, of golf. And it's supposed to be on Monday nights, and it says that it's a two-hour 18-hole match. How does that fucking work? If there's six three-man teams, that's 18 guys playing 18 holes. Because guys aren't walking up to, uh, and, walking and, up to balls. They're not walking. They're, they're not just, doing yeah, anything. You're yeah. just sitting in there. And they probably have more than just one little mat. Too. High energy, you know, high energy like yeah. fan experience with fans sitting greenside. Yeah, and, and they said like Rory's... Uh, yeah, greenside. It's a fucking mat. Yeah, I think Rory's... <laughs> and maybe it wasn't Rory, but it was... Uh, Someone's quote on it. Maybe it was Tiger. It was, we all know what it's like to be in a football stadium or a basketball arena where you can watch every play, every minute of action unfold right in front of you. It's something that inherently isn't possible in traditional golf. Yeah, it's fair because there's 18 holes. You go to the <laughs> hole that you really want to see guys play at. I'm not going to watch a guy hit a ball into a fucking screen. No, and guess what? That, that's the whole Rory's thing was like a tradition. That was his whole press conference during the fucking Open. Yeah, with, was the reason the why he why this is all bullshit with Liv is because it doesn't go by tradition, and he's down for traditional golf and the history, and that's and all of more that. traditional than this. Yeah, yeah, they're putting they're only playing three days. They're just playing on different courses for more money. No, and it's just it it's a fucking gimmick. And Rory's like, oh, I'm all down for it because my name's Tiger Woods. Hey, we hey, we play 54 holes. That's not traditional. We're gonna play Fuck 70. That we're gonna play 18 virtual holes instead, and still make a million dollars. Yeah, it makes, and I think it's going to be a fat bust too. Yeah, and, I, I think, I yeah. think it's going to be a huge. And failure. they said they've been in talks for it for the last two years because like the Golf Channel approached them, and it's not going to debut until 2024, which is another two years out. And so it's like, oh wait a it second, it took you four years. Okay, wait, hold on. Okay, now hold on, this changes things. How does it change anything? Because they've been in talks for about it for two years. No, I don't think they have. I think that's probably what they just well, said. It, 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 yeah, Rory said that the Golf Channel came to them. <clears throat> Two year about two years ago, um, and said we've got something to show you. Think it'd be really cool. It'll enhance the yeah, fan so experience. Yeah, they came to them two years ago with like yeah. a. Like and I bet a, they said. I bet they said no. You know why? Because it's not standard. It's yeah, not traditional. It's stupid. And, and then Liv Golf came out, and then Tiger yeah. and Rory were probably like, 
And yeah. Tiger was like, oh, I got I offered $700 million. Just, and I understand why Tiger didn't go because his history idea, with the PGA Tour. And I understand why Rory didn't go, his history with the PGA Tour. I would but to go back ass, and be like... I, I'd rather watch them play mini golf for four days. Dude, literally, holy moly. It's a fucking like, show on ABC where it's just mini golf. And it's like mini golf combined with Wipeout. Yeah, I... Whoa. Whoa, <laughs> yeah. what? Booming. Yeah. You <laughs> mean, holy moly, How have dude. we not seen this? Yeah, it's on... Uh, I watch that every day. It's on Hulu. <laughs> Rob Riggle hosts it. Steph Curry... Oh, Rob Riggle. Ste- fucking awesome. Steph Curry is also like a main head guy in it. Um, and yeah, they... I haven't even heard of this. Yeah, they, they, it's just mini golf on like a giant fucking cool course, and you have to like run through the course as you do it, and like you might get fucking knocked off into some water. You need to climb back out and keep hitting, yeah. or you're out? No, I'm pretty sure I've, I haven't seen it, but I've seen the promos for it. Okay, well, I'm definitely. <laughs> has, it, has it aired yet? Oh, it's on like season four. Oh, I'm going to be tuning in. I've never even fucking heard Yeah, it's it. on Hulu. But okay, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I'd rather watch them literally play mini golf on these crazy ass fucking mini golf That'd courses. That'd be so fun. Than to watch them play 18 holes virtual. Yeah, absolutely. Especially like these young guys. Like, I'm sure Cam Smith would fucking crush it on a show like that. You know, he's on. He's playing fucking Wipeout and everything. And, you know, he's, he's putting. And he's running across. He's getting hit with his fucking mullet and his, his stash and everything. I would fucking Tiger pay to Woods watch needs that. to play that. Oh, I, well, Tiger would probably like break his kneecaps getting hit. Tiger in the Woods water. needs to play that. Tiger Woods wouldn't be able to swim out of the water. Tiger Woods. That would needs be that. oh boy. Look at me, I'm Tiger Woods. <laughs> now you're getting it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on because right. I'm just gonna get yeah. Continue to get my here. first bust is gonna be the 49ers. Um, Jed York reiterated that the team is willing, quote unquote, willing. To keep Jimmy G, despite moving forward with Trey Lance. Makes That's because they can't find a trade partner. Yeah, no 100%. one wants him. The so Browns I'm like, don't you guys want him played the... this so fucking This is contract that they don't want. And yeah, why would they even come out even before the preseason? Like, why would they not just be like, all right, hey, Trey Lance, go play preseason. Let's see how good you do. And then be like, oh, hey, we made our decision. Like, they did it weeks before preseason. They're like, hey, we're riding with Trey Lance. We're like, now Jimmy's like, well, okay. They lost all leverage. They're like, okay, you go to, you're not even going to fucking play this guy. And now they're still paying him like 21 and a half mil or something like that. They have like one like, Yeah, exactly. I'm like, Jimmy G's not even playing. Now he's like a very high paid quarterback. Yeah. As I, don't a know, I don't know the totals of all of the quarterbacks, but he's probably in the top 15, top 10 this season for highest paid quarterback. Okay. At 21 and a half million or it's whatever it is to not even play. Dude, the Panthers got Baker for like five mil. And I get it. There's a bit of a difference there. But even then, I don't think Jimmy G's that good. Everyone's still on his hype train saying, oh, he's very good. He took him to a Super Bowl. The defense took him to a Super Bowl. He sucks. Yeah, I don't think Jimmy G's good. He sucks. He started off like 6-0 and in his professional career, and everybody's like, holy shit, Niners are the Super Bowl. And, you know, they did, but not because of him. <laughs> you know, it was a solid defense. Yeah, yeah they went. they went – Super Bowl, NFC Championship, and neither of those were because of Jimmy Garoppolo. No, exactly. And he's inconsistent. He can't stay healthy. He's not clutch. He can't make the the throw when he needs to. So yeah, I think the they, Niners... they could have beat the Chiefs in that Super Bowl if Jimmy Garoppolo didn't airmail a ball. I forgot who it was to. If it was Ayuk or Dino I don't Sander, remember, but, but he it was... airmailed it, and he was open by like two yards. Yeah, he was wide open. Um, but yeah, so I mean, he's fifteen. He's he's fifteenth overall. Yeah. For highest-paid quarterbacks. Yes, yes, there you go. So more than half of the NFL is not being – starting quarterbacks. More than not Tom being Brady. paid. What? More than Tom Brady. Whew. More than Tom Brady. More um, than Tom Brady. And he's sitting. Yeah. They behind sit behind a second-year guy that 
probably isn't going to have an amazing season. He's going to have ups and downs. I can see Jimmy G starting week five because and Trey I would has hate four if they, bad weeks. I would hate if they did that. And I think it'll be dumb I'd rather because they're not Trey Lance work struggle for seventeen. Exactly. Games. But I don't think I think they're dumb. And then they're going to go. Well, fuck. We're paying them. Let's get them fucking back in there. If I, if I'm the Niners and I and I can throw Trey Lance out there for seventeen games and we will lose more than we win and it's not a good season at all and we get a great draft pick and we can add to the running back room with like Travion well no not this year but maybe like a Bijan Robinson um or we can add to the wide receiver room and maybe you don't have to pay Ayuk you know cuz you already had to pay Debo Samuel but you can get like a Jackson Smith and Jigba or you can get um a uh Jordan Addison out of USC, you get one of those top guys. Maybe you get um, some help in the secondary, which you'd probably desperately need. Yeah. Get some help in the secondary with like Eli Ricks. Yeah, um, there's, just, there's so much. Yeah. So it, that's why I think the Niners played everything with this whole situation so fucking bad. And every time I mention it, someone goes, "Well, you're just a Packer fan, and you like you hate him, you're butthurt." And like, first off, yes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Second, I'm still spitting facts, bitch. That's my first bus. All right. Uh, my first bus is going to be the crossover, which is Jamal Crawford's program. Um, so we talked about it a little bit earlier. Chet Holmgren got hurt, um, potentially has torn ligaments in his foot from playing in this game. Earlier this summer, Chet Holmgren and Paulo played together in the crossover, and it was a big event, and they both put up really great numbers, and it was fun to watch. And DeJounte put up like 50 in that game, and Paulo put up like 40, and Chet put up 30, and their team won, and it was really fun to watch. This past weekend was – it was on Saturday, I believe. It was Kevin – or uh, it was LeBron James, Jason Tatum, Paulo Bancaro, Chet Holmgren, Tari Eason – Aaron Gordon, Isaiah Thomas, Jamal Crawford. Um, I there were two other margin Bochamp, uh, Bucks draft pick. Um, nine NBA high like high level NBA yeah. guys, right? Margin Bochamp obviously is is a mid to late first round pick, but Chet and Paulo are the top two picks in the draft. LeBron's LeBron. LeBron, yeah, um, LeBron. Some, some great Seattle legends. When they announced LeBron and Paulo and Jason Tatum and all those guys. People started camping out 6 p.m. the night before this event. Um, as soon as they announced LeBron, people started lining up. There were like 1,500 people in line immediately to get into this high school gym to watch these guys play basketball. Huge spectacle. Check gets hurt in the first in the first half. They stopped the game at halftime because the courts were slippery from like too much condensation in the gym. That's a tough look. And I, I, I hope for more in the future. And, I, and it kind of showed like, hey, Seattle needs a basketball team because this is how much the fans are willing to come out. Although I don't think it really mattered where, what city that game was held in. It would have been a sold out court. Yeah. Sold out gym doesn't really matter. You could have had the game in fucking, uh, you know, Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and people would have come to watch that game, you know? So it's like. I don't know if that's really like the selling point for it, um, but regardless, what about Topaz, Nevada? Yeah, I would have gone to that game. I would have called out from work to go to that game. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, it was on Saturday, so I probably wouldn't even have to call out. Um, but regardless, uh, you have all this hype for this game, and all these guys show up, and I 100 percent agree. If there's a risk of injury to these guys that are actually playing high NBA level, and it's free to get into this game and everything. Yes, you should call the game off because we're not risking injury to high-level NBA players in a pro-am. But it's not a great look when the number two pick in the draft 
potentially it now has a season ending injury. It could be worse, could be better, could be worse. Um, and you didn't want to risk injury to anybody else. So you just stopped the game at halftime and all these fans that waited 12 plus hours to get into this gym just got to see, you know, go home. Dude. Yeah. They just all have to go home now. It's not a great look. Um, I hope the best for them. They probably could have done this game in like UW's gym instead of a high school gym. And it would have been way better. Uh, it yeah, still would have sold it out. Yeah, yeah. Weird, weird choice. Yeah. Because usually programs don't sell that many tickets. So you do it in high school. <coughs> games. S- yeah, this but, one, they probably should have changed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so just not a, not a great look for the crossover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great name for a program though. With Jamal Crawford calling it the crossover. It's like a great that. name. Yeah. Timmy, second bust. Uh, school. Always. <laughs> school's bust. Uh, now, I already went into it. First week of school is done. Uh, but today, um, especially, I was like, I'm, I'm going to go home. Um, I didn't because I have two more classes. But I was in math, you know. And, uh, you know, they call. They just ask the class, like, all right, what's this answer? And I was pretty confident. And I was like, oh, I forget what, like four Teacher was like, anything else? And somebody said zero, and they're like, yep. And I was like, I'm gonna go home and kill myself. Thanks. Oh, that's right. Thanks. I'm a 28 year old, 28 year old taking fucking calc. Okay, like I, I, yeah, I don't know my shit. Okay, dude, come on, man. I'm trying out here. You know, I, I look like I'm fucking 10 years older than everybody in that goddamn class. Okay, come on, that's man. Rough. I'm that's over rough. here. I'm taking notes. I got my calculator. <laughs> I got my coffee. I'm feeling good when I go into class. Start working on some problems. What's this answer? I'm like four. It's like anyone else. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't even want to deal with that. I don't even want. I don't even want to hear that. I'll get back to you after class. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. I don't know how <laughs> you got four, dude? I'm surprised he wasn't like, hey, come see me, dude. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't stick have. around actually. And <laughs> I, I would have walked down. And he'd be like, hey, I want to talk to you. I'd be like, no, dude, you. You fucked me, dude. Yeah, no, you, dude. you could have been like, you know what? Let's go over the problem. And then like, hey, so this is why it's zero, not four. But instead, he was just like, anybody else. <laughs> Literally anybody. <laughs> Bill, Bill. <laughs> Janet pokes his head and what's the answer? All oh, zero. Yeah. And that's funny. That's how it made me feel. And then I was, so I got, and that was my first class of the day. So the rest of the day, oh. I just sat in oh, class. Oh, yeah. You can, I was I'm not going to answer any questions. Ever again in math. Name two interesting things about yourself. No, it's going to be wrong, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, dude. You bitch. <laughs> felt, felt real bad, dude. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, dude. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, my second and final bus is going to be Tatis Jr. Yeah, um, fuck Fernando Tatis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, obviously he got suspended, what, like 80 games yeah. for Peds? Second um, half of this season. Big whoop. Yeah, uh, but apologizes, apologizes in a press conference. It says, quote, unquote, I have failed. I let so many people down. Um, for me, I'm like, you're a bitch, dude. Also, I'm getting shoulder surgery. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, like, yeah. does it make a difference you're suspended? No. Yeah, he went, oh, you know, this has been killing me. I was going to wait to the end of the season, but now that I'm suspended. Might as well just do it now. Yeah, I'm just going to get it now. So, I'm like... Dude, I, I've been out with an injury, so might as well just get surgery for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. If you're taking performance-enhancing <laughs> drugs, and you go, ah, oh, I got caught. Guys, I'm so sorry. I didn't, you know, I let you down. It's like, well, yeah, you were fucking taking steroids, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, bust him. Uh, my second and final bust is going to be Garrett Cole. Uh, not for his performances on the mound, but in their, uh, I believe, last game against the Blue Jays, um, the last game of that series. Um, Alex Manoa on the mound for the Blue Jays. You guys aren't getting home till then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're 923, not. dude. Yep. Uh, Alex Minow on the mound for the Blue Jays. 
Throws a fastball inside, hits Aaron Judge in the arm. A um, little bit of some tension. Alex Manoa, hey, my bad. Obviously, pitch wasn't supposed to be there. That's on me. I wasn't trying to hit you, obviously. Um, Aaron Judge, no issue with it. I'm taking my base. I get it, man. I know you weren't trying to hit me. You're an all-star level pitcher. You're not trying to fucking hit me with the ball. Um, obviously not so all-star. Might be. Um Takes his base. Garrett Cole comes out of the dugout. <laughs> what are you doing? Dude? Just trying to start some shit. Just yelling. Uh, doesn't go f- very far onto the field. Just like enough to like, I, I said something to him. <laughs> After the game, they asked Alex Manoa and he was like, you know, if Garrett Cole really wants to like do something, he'd go and pass the Audi sign on the fucking field. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then maybe we'd actually be able to do something about it. But like, if, he's, if he wants to say something, maybe he can go do, farther than Do we know what that. he said? No, he didn't say it. He's probably like, hey, don't do yeah. that. Hey, dude, come on, dude. Yeah, and that was it. <laughs> Turn around. Yeah, but he, he looked menacing. Not really, because Garrett Coy doesn't look menacing. But, you know, it's like he said something, and I'm like, you, Alex Manoa probably looked at him like, probably looked at Aaron Judge and was like, you're a fucking pitcher. You want to get him? Yeah. Like, please make him go back in the dugout. <laughs> Yeah, and that was as far as it went. And it was, and like, if you get called out by the other pitcher, as like, maybe you should actually do something then instead of just like pretending. Like, oh, yeah. And Aaron Judge didn't even take offense to it. Yeah. That's the issue. I'm like, if Aaron Judge was like, "Hey, man, that was that was a little bit uncalled for," then I would understand. But Aaron Judge didn't have any reaction to it. He was like, even then, pitch came inside him in the arm. Judge and Cole and Judge looks scarier. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> Aaron Judge can handle himself. Like, I'm not like obviously both. They're teams like are Chad about him, to get into a bar fight, and I come up behind him. Hey, dude, fuck you, dude. <laughs> They're like. like I'm not worried about that little guy. <laughs> I'm worried about the guy I actually started the <laughs> yeah, fight with. That's, yeah. So, yeah. Garrett Cole, uh, giant bust because you're just a bitch and no one has any other opinion of you. Yeah. Absolutely. Not, dude. Yeah. Pussy. yeah. Hey, All right. Guys, thanks for tuning in for those that stayed the entire episode. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, we had some good AFC talk and then I got very heated. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, next week should be an absolute banger again. NFC. Um, Rams won it all. <laughs> We're going to talk <laughs> NFC next week, guys. Um, again, love and appreciate you guys for the support. Uh, make sure you guys go follow us on um, Spotify, on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube, everything. Uh, just It helps us out a ton, guys. So um, we appreciate you. We love you. And we'll uh, catch you guys next week. Yeah, thank you guys, as always, for the support. Um, again, next week, NFC predictions. Week after, we'll be doing um, our NFL Top 100 review. Um They'll finish up the list on Sunday, so we'll have some time to go over it, figure out who we think got left out, um, you know, uh, where we would move some guys. Um, should be fun to go over that, but I think NFC as well. We'll have some Super Bowl predictions. Uh, should be very fun. Uh, hopefully not as long as this week. We'll have to see about it, though. It'll probably be this long because it's just who we are. Um, but thank you, guys. We'll, we'll catch you next week.